Oh my god. In the flesh. It's me. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> the video I'm flesh. I'm so honored. <laughs> oh, stop it. Do you like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Oh, baby. Bone Sharif. I what? Lindsay. Bikini. did a great job. Did you filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Sure, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh my God. I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. It's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Now we're in trouble. Now we are in trouble. We're in business. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. The funny thing is the audio of this is going to sound different than the video because we're going to have basically two introductions. So people are going to get to hear me ask you how you're doing twice. That's great. They get to know twice how we feel. Yes. Yes. You were super excited. You said, I think you were lying though. Super. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I've been looking forward to this for a while. I love these. I think these are a great idea. They're fun. They're the, they're the they're closest funny. to like a Joe Rogan experience type of podcast I'm ever going to get because um, I don't think people just want to hear me sit down and talk. I'm not that interesting. So we threw in the whole horror movie aspect. Like we'll just trick people into listening to us by listening to horror movies. But if you listen to the episode, you know, we, we usually just mess around for like the first 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. And that's the funnest part. Like even in main episodes, like... I heard your scream episode with um, Elm Street and it took you guys half an hour to start (laughs) scream because you were shooting the shit. And that was my favorite part was just hearing you guys talk about, I don't even remember. It was just hilarious listening to see you guys talk about what you were watching and I was just cracking up. It's awesome. (laughs) The funny thing is like, so I think they started way before we did, but we didn't know each other prior to doing, uh, podcast, but I probably talk to those guys more than I talk to like my circle of friends that I actually hang out with in person. Oh wow! Yeah, that's funny. It's crazy because you have a big um something big in common. Horror is actually hard to find to talk to people about because most people are turned off by it. It's it's hard, or they say they like horror, but it's like no, you don't right. really like horror. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, Abby and I went to see, which you and I had already talked about this, but Abby and I went to see Barbarian, which I know we're going to get into eventually. Um, but yeah. we were standing in line because there's obviously a shortage of everything right now, including employees. So at like, our local yeah. AMC, like you have to wait, like, I bet we waited 20 minutes for popcorn and drinks. So like, Oh my God. So there's a bunch of people in line talking, which was actually really cool because the guys in front of us had already seen barbarian they were going to see jeepers creepers reborn okay um but he and i were talking and the funny thing is uh is i had on my sherry moon zombie shirt from uh uh three from hell where it says free baby Mm -hmm. yeah so i had that on and he showed me his uh michael myers tattoo on his forearm which i have one on my shoulder i was gonna take all my clothes off to show him in the theater (laughs) um Show and tell. No yeah. show and tell at the theater. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. maybe once we get in the dark room, but not at, not at the popcorn stand. <laughs> so 
Right. Asked him which movie was his favorite of the Halloween movies. He said Halloween H2O, which I'm a big Halloween H2O fan. Um, then he proceeds to say, but I hate those Rob Zombie ones. <laughs> oh, God. I'm cringing for those who are not watching. <laughs> As you can see behind me, I have like a, this is, this is yep. the same size they hang at the theaters of the Rob Zombie's Halloween because it's my favorite Halloween yeah. Uh, the franchise and i'm wearing a not right now but at the theater i was wearing a sherry moon shirt so you would think that would have been like a red flag to this guy that like i'm a big rob zombie fan yeah i don't think he knew i don't think he knew who was on my shirt because abby and i, I were don't joking, think so abby and i were joking about it when we got to our seats and she was like he had no idea that was sherry moon on your shirt at all so see not a true horror fan just kidding hey, <laughs> hey it's okay it's all <laughs> it's right okay. we're all we're all different right yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and those movies, maybe if they're not as popular, people yes. don't know that much about it. Or they may not even know that he's married to her. <laughs> You're still married, I think, right? That's true. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. So, you know, everybody has a niche in within horror. That's true, too, because there's there's so many different levels of horror and so many different genres. And that's what's great about it is not everybody yeah. uh, is like I'm a huge slasher fan and like Seth and Jess, they're more into the paranormal stuff. But uh, I think that makes for good conversation because generally we don't agree on anything. That's what makes the best episodes <laughs> when you don't agree on stuff. That happens a lot with us. Yeah, I heard your shining one Ugh. and I was, I was cracking up because obviously just likes it yes i like it and then i don't know if seth i think he was in the middle and mm. then you were like no and it, but that's what <laughs> makes great conversation <laughs> it really does and it helps with our because we average everything out at the end of the uh our ratings and it helps because generally our ratings are pretty mid-tiered because none of us are on par with each other when it comes to a certain movie unless it's like it we all love it but who yeah, doesn't right me too yeah, I agree. I loved it. So I don't think I don't think I've met anybody who dislikes it, but yeah, I'm sure it exists. I'm but. sure they're out there. Probably that guy at the popcorn stand with the Rob Zombie or with the, the with the Sherry Moon shirt. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's probably like fuck Pennywise. <laughs> I saw oh. them in the parking lot. I should have stopped and asked them what they thought of Jeepers Creepers because that would have been like a huge indicator because I've been hearing nothing but bad things about it so if he really liked it then i'd know that i just shouldn't take his opinion that you shouldn't take it yeah yeah like why would i it already has bad um was it rotten tomato score it already has a bad one mm. i think it, it came out today or when when did it come out i didn't even know when it came out if I, you saw it on tuesday um, or they saw it it was in theaters for three or four days. That was it. And then they were going to pull it. So I'm, I'm assuming they were oh, trying wow. to create demand for it by saying it was only going to be in theaters to get people to go see it. Because I think yeah. I looked, because I want to go see, um, what else just came out? The Smile. Uh, I want to see Pearl. And I think Smile came, comes out tomorrow. I think so. So I, I was looking so. at tickets and Jeepers Creepers wasn't even an option. So I think they've already <laughs> pulled it. <laughs> You better wait until that's free. <laughs> uh, I'll buy. I mean, I have all of them. I'll buy it. I guess. Why not? Yeah. I'll just throw it I on the shelf. I haven't seen those in a long time. I remember the first one freaked me, freaked me the fuck out. I was like, "What is that shit?" Dude, it was so good. It was. It was part two. I don't remember. And honestly, I didn't know that if they made more after that. 
Mm, yeah, there was the part two was the school bus one, which we uh, yeah. we just recently did an episode on that. And then um, when was it? There was three that was really bad, and it came out a few years ago. I want to say maybe five or six years ago, three came okay. out, but it was terrible. It was bad. Yes. Not good. That sucks because it was actually really good, but yeah, I, I was hoping this happened. one would be good because they were supposed to kind of reboot the franchise with it. Here we go. <laughs> Everybody's trying to reboot. Like, so I was. I'm listening to your Insidious, but I'm not listening to three or the last key because I haven't seen those yet. Mm. So I haven't. I have to save those. But I think there's another one coming out. There is. I saw it on Facebook somewhere. The Conjuring's coming out with another one. Yeah. None. I'm like, what? <laughs> I think the none uh, was terrible. Oh, see, I like the none. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> I like the nun. I liked uh, what was the other one? The Curse of La La Llorona that people hated. I haven't seen it. Oh, I, I loved it. it. It reminds okay. me of a modern day um, The Ring. Okay. So, okay. I'll and check that, it out. And I'm a huge Ring fan, but I think uh, that's what it reminded me of. I think Seth also liked it. Seth and I did that one. Okay. But yeah, we I'll both have to check we, it out. we both liked. It. I didn't hate. I didn't, I didn't love the nun. I didn't hate it either. I just thought it was a fun yeah. watch, but it's. I don't know. Do you consider those sequels to The Conjuring or do you just consider them like in the same universe? I think they're the same universe because like Annabelle is also in the universe, but they're not sequels to the main storyline. Right. They're just taking elements of the main storyline and making them, which is great. I personally really like Annabelle. Um, oh, sorry, a lot. So I found that fun. That's why I was excited for The Nun. And then I was kind of disappointed. Maybe part two will be better. You know, sometimes the sequels are better. Sometimes. 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 So, yeah, but you guys talked about this too in your Scream 2 episode about sequels. And Oh, no, you didn't join Elm Street, right? Correct. I wasn't there. I was right. there for the first one. I was supposed to be there for the second one, uh, but I'll be there yeah, yeah. for... I don't know if they've said or not, so I'm not going to say. I'll be coming back later. They mentioned that you'll be coming back. That's all they said. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But they were saying how sometimes sequels are better than the original movie, and, you know, maybe the nun will. Who knows? Who <laughs> knows? Hope. I don't know. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, because that's a talking point in the movie. Randy and uh, Mickey argue about sequels, and Mickey keeps trying to say which uh, name sequels that are better than the originals, and Randy keeps shooting them down. So I, I think I do remember the Elm Street guys talking about that. Yeah, yeah. It's true. There are some. There are some. Like The Dark Knight will always be one of those. That's true. That is true. Chuck, uh, I don't know if you listened when I had Chuck on from Chuck and Ruff Go to the Movies. We got into a bit of a debate about that movie uh, in particular because he is of the mindset, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that share his mindset, that um, Heath Ledger's passing really helped that the success that that movie had. Not that it wouldn't have done, that it would have done bad if, you know, that hadn't happened. If he happened. was alive. Right, but yeah. I think... And, and again, I'm sure there's a lot of people, I disagree, but there's people that probably feel the same way that if, uh, th that it wouldn't have mattered basically because his performance was so good. But I get where Chuck's coming from with that. I have heard that a lot. I don't know because I've already been told, I don't know if it changes my mindset because I didn't think it 
when he died, I'm like, oh, this is so much better because he's dead kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, to put it plainly, that's what you're saying, right? Right. Not you, you know, the the social the people. part of it, but <laughs> I thought it was, I saw it opening night. I'll never forget. I went and saw it at midnight and it was at, you know, Cobb Theater and they had multiple movie theaters open for it. And the the pencil scene, like everybody was like, oh my God, it was just a great theater experience. Like his performance was epic. Like, right. I don't care, dead or alive. I think it was just, it is, it's, it's great. Yeah, and nobody, in my opinion, I, I think that uh, Walking Phoenix's Joker was good. It, it it was different. I didn't hate Jared Leto's Joker, honestly. It was just different. But I think it was e- different. everybody is going to be compared to uh, Heath Ledger's Joker for forever, I think. I think forever. I don't know if you heard that they made a show about Batman. It was called Gotham. It mm. was on Fox. Yeah. So I watched it. It's super cheesy. Um, but it's really interesting. It's very comic booky. Like if they made comic book live action, but it's, you know, and they did the Joker and you can tell that the actor was trying to imitate Heath Ledger, like okay. the laugh and trying to be extra. He was trying to be himself, like do his own interpretation, but he still seemed to be taking elements from Heath Ledger. So is that going to be the thing now? Like, oh, we have to kind of take elements from Heath Ledger right I think Joaquin Phoenix did do his own thing I mean he made a whole different insane Joker right so but but it's completely different at the same time like Jack Nicholson was what I consider a comic book Joker mm-hmm. especially the makeup Heath Ledger was like if it, if Batman was real that's what Joker would look like and then Joaquin Phoenix made it like even more realistic, like super mental health, real right, life right. situation. So I think that's where it's cool to see it transition. Jarletto, I don't know. He's just weird. <laughs> I think he's he weird. tried to make his so much different just just to so people couldn't compare it to Heath Ledger. Right? Anybody. Yeah. Or anybody for that matter. The the closest I can come up with was from what he was doing. It was, it was really cartoony in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, which goes back, that's more Jack Nicholson, where it's a little bit cartoony. But but they're all different. They really are. It's just, I hope that, some, you know, nobody keeps referring. I feel bad, like, oh, you're stepping up to be the Joker. Are you going to be as good as Heath Ledger? I think it's right. like being a famous actor's or singer's kid, right? Like, are you going to be just as good as right. your family member? Yeah. No, shitty. It's shitty. Well, I think everybody's going to be comp- even the new guy. I forget his name, but the one that'll be in the uh, next, um, the next one. They they cut it from the theater portion of the movie. But if you can get on YouTube and see the um, what the hell's the name of that movie? Robert Pattinson's Batman. What was that called? Oh, the Batman. The <laughs> duh, the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. There's going to be a Joker in that, and they've already got footage like uh, you can watch. And I mean, he's I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. Did you watch the Batman? I think I you guys mentioned it. Did you did. like it? I hated it at first, and then the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. But anymore, that's like everything for me. Everything I go see, I dislike it, and then I watch it again, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I think this podcast has ruined movie experiences for me because I can't just sit down and enjoy something. I'm like analyzing it as I'm watching it. Yeah. And then once I get through all of that, then I can sit down separately and watch it and enjoy it. 
Yeah, whereas, I get it. Whereas before, I think I just sat down and just watched movies because I liked watching movies. And now it's like I have to like come up with right. some hot take or opinion on it. <laughs> and sometimes movies are just okay. Right. Which actually, this is a great segue into how I feel about X. <laughs> oh, I forgot we were going to talk about X. Before we jump into X, though, do you yes. want 20 minutes in already? I'm sorry. I, I'm <laughs> terrible at this. Once I get That's talking, okay. would you like to tell everybody the name of your podcast and where they can find you guys, gals at? Absolutely. So I'm Erica. I am one half of Horror Cafe Podcast. My co-host is Jackie, who is who doubles as my mom. <laughs> <laughs> or is really my mom. <laughs> and so we're a horror movie podcast. We release bi-weekly and like in between those weeks, we release like little short takes, which is basically just talking about random stuff we're, we're watching and we're just horror fans too. And it started just like this. We would watch horror movies every week. We would talk the shit out of it on the phone and we're like, well, let's just make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, exactly. That's it. And so we're on, you know, all major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook at Horror Cafe Podcast. Beautiful. You did a great job. Did you have that written down? No. Oh. I have nothing written down. <laughs> I told you there's no outline, nothing. We just sit I down. Love it. We shoot the shit for a while. I take notes so I can remember what we talked about so I can put it in the... Um, you know, the notes section of the stuff, or if I have to make yeah. edits, like, I don't know if you listened to the scream episode where my cat was outside fighting and yes, I love it. my <laughs> internet wouldn't work. Brooke's internet wouldn't work. So, uh, we will, we will get an X, I promise. But two, two things. No first. problem. I am, we are in the middle of transitioning to all of this garbly gook. If you would have seen the studio, when I first moved into this house in 2020 and we moved from the studio from my old house to the new house, yeah. um, it, this room was like a dungeon, dude. Like you, there was like a lamp. We recorded by like one little lamp and you yeah. couldn't see anything. Like I had to hold my notes page like this close to my face to read it. <laughs> it was a disaster. So I'm like transitioning into this HMC Studios thing where there's video, there's like lights everywhere. There's like yeah. lights above me. There's lights two huge lights pointing at me. There's a, a nice camera. There's a two computers. There's a whole, it's a whole ordeal. It's a pain in the ass, to be honest with you. Don't do yeah. video. If you can avoid it, don't do video. I listen, we thought about it, honestly, um, because YouTube is big from what I can tell, but it's more work. Editing the episodes is hard enough, <laughs> honestly. And because we work full time. Yeah. So, you know, you have to find the time to sit, you know, watch a movie, do the notes, look up stuff, plan it out, sit down and talk. I mean, it, and then edit right. and then do social and then be social. And then it's like, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> it's its own job, but it's so much fun. It's worth it. But then to add video is like, oh my God. And then it has to match the audio. Yes. Uh, I yeah. don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning something new every yeah. day, but, um, yeah. So anyway, the long story short, I am recording the audio on one computer, the videos on another computer. I've got all this stuff ran from the mixing board, but uh, I'm on the old computer because these new computers don't have Ethernet plugins. So I can't hardwire into the new computer oh, no. the internet. So now I have to get a plug-in adapter for the. It's a it's a real pain in the butt. But anyway, my internet should be stable. Great. Mine should be too, but you know, 
technology is a bitch. Yes, it is. Sometimes. It really so. is. The other thing is you are on an unprecedented episode because these are called cocktails episodes. Yes. Well, I am not drinking right now. Um, so I'm, I'm having mocktails, which my drink of choice is vodka sodas with a lime. That's my, it's my go-to. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's delicious. And I can drink a bunch of them. So what I'm having, <laughs> I had a coffee to get a little a caffeine going. I just coached, uh, both my girls soccer teams tonight. So my voice is kind of oh shot from screaming. So I got the got coffee it. going and I got these beautiful <laughs> lime seltzers from Aldi so that it feels like I'm drinking a vodka soda. Oh my God. I love Aldi. That's my store. It's the best. Sorry. It's the best. It's the best. Like, how did we live without Aldi? I don't know. I don't know how my parents did it with only the, the Kroger and the Walmart. Now we got Aldi. I love that place. That is my, cause around here we, I don't, we don't have Kroger here. We have Publix. Uh, yeah. And that's an exp like it's expensive and I can get double at Aldi. And then Walmart, at least here, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bitch. Like it's <laughs> super crowded. I don't feel like dealing with it. So right. I just never go to Walmart, even though I like it. And yeah. then Target's bougie. I mm. love Target, but it's bougie. Yep. You know? So I'm like, all these perfect. Okay, there's my tangent on Aldi. <laughs> hey, I'm all in on Aldi. We even buy the Aldi brand stuff. People make fun of us. Yes. We're like, no, we get the Aldi brand. I do too. I don't give a shit. It's all the same. Look at the ingredient list. It's all the same. I think the Aldi cereal tastes better. Oh my God, it's so good. I have their Lucky Charms. <laughs> See? There you go. For anybody I'm out there you. not shopping at Aldi, you don't know what you're missing out on. They should sponsor this. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Right? Since Miller Lite's probably not going to sponsor us now since I'm not drinking on the shows anymore. <laughs> Next, Aldi. They're, they're, they're growing. They're popping up everywhere. They should. It's a good company. I'm glad them. I support them. Aren't they German? Are they German? I think so. Something yeah. like that. Because they bring like, they have that Aldi fine section. Where they have like German, they'll bring Spitzel. Is it Spatzel? I don't know. Their type of pasta. Oh, yeah. Spatzel. Their chocolates and sauce. It's good shit, I'm telling you. Now with the holidays, they'll bring all this unique stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Every, everybody's thinking right now that I'm trying to get our German listeners back. So I don't know if, I don't know how far back you've went into our archive of episodes. We have a ton. Like we're over, I think, 158 episodes or something right now. But. Back at the beginning, so I use a uh, podcast hosting platform that I get all these analytics. I think I told you about this. I get a bunch of analytics yeah. from our podcast episodes. And we had like 20 or 30 downloads um, from people in Germany. Okay. And we were going through and it when we first started this, I was drinking like six or eight beers every episode just because like I was, you know, liquid courage, right? So, yeah. At the end of it, I was like, I, t I was telling them because they these two could give a crap less about analytics or any of that stuff, right? They just come hang yeah. out and leave. And um, <laughs> I'm like, not that that's a bad thing, but and, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, we had like 30 downloads from Germany. And I forget what Seth said, but I was like, we appreciate our German listeners, unless you're Nazis, then please don't listen. And then that was it. <laughs> we never got another German download. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had you guys mentioned it in an episode. I don't remember because I'm that's the thing with finding the podcast now. Like I'm trying to like catch up and listen to certain episodes. And I heard about this German yes. issue. Yes. And I was curious as to 
what it was. Well, here it goes. The German debacle. That's okay. what it was. Seth likes to make fun of me all the time because I, I, he and I are generally the, I feel like, and you're a female, so no, no offense meant. It's okay. <laughs> but I feel like Jess kind of gets away with more than Seth and I get away with um, being male. Yeah, I can see that. So I feel like because she could say things. And, but I've also made the comment, and this is true. She's sneaky mean because she's very clever. I'm very brash. I'm, I'm just a big, dumb idiot, right? And I say whatever comes to my brain. She is yeah. very crafted with the way she says things, which I also think may be why she gets away with more than I do. Um, but yeah, Seth likes to bring up the fact that I lost all of our German listeners uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it pretty recently, and that's where he was picking on you. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder what that was. And I think females are, I think we're equipped for sneaky mean, mm. unfortunately, or fortunately. I think that's our thing. I is think to be so. sneaky mean. Well, I think no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it is. I think we're equipped like that. You're just cl- more clever than, than I am, especially Jess. But now I'm calling her ass out on it. Every time she does something, I'm like, that was sneaky mean. And then Seth will be like, that was sneaky mean. So yeah, we're getting her. And you guys, I got to tell you guys crack me up because I was telling Mark that I love listening to the podcast as I'm driving to work because it puts me in a good mood driving to work. (laughs) So anytime an episode pops up and if it's you guys or or Mark and Brooke, I'm like, this is great. My day's going to start off at least on a good note (laughs) because you guys... You know, it's funny, but you three have this awesome dynamic. Like you guys at the cabin with this deer thing is hilarious that <laughs> you missed it because you were the wrinkly clothes. Like I was dying because I get it. I don't <laughs> want my clothes wrinkly either or smelling like the bag. Yeah, you don't want that. It's disgusting. Not to mention, I saw the damn deer the day before. So I don't know why he was so <laughs> fucking excited about these deer. And then he got mad at me. Like when I saw the deer, look, I'm getting angry again. Like I saw I the deer and I told them when they were like, oh, they're deer, Josh. Like, great. But this fucking right. asshole sees the deer and it's like everybody's <laughs> supposed to stop everything they're doing, run out. Come like, and see it. Yeah. Pat it. Great job, buddy. Way to, way to look at those deer. Yeah. I was dying. I was like, this is so funny. It's great. And how long have you guys been friends? Um, that's a great question. So we, let's see, Lucy is eight. So we were friends, right? Became friends right when Abby was pregnant. So probably nine years, eight, eight or nine years. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. That's a long time for friendships. I feel like nowadays. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And we all used to work together. So we saw each other every day and then like none of us work together anymore. So we honestly, the podcast probably is the reason that we still hang out. Yeah, I think you guys mentioned that recent somewhere mm-hmm. that it's what keeps you kind of together and hanging out together. You know, you're we're all older too. You know how it is. Life yes, gets in I the do. way. <laughs> Freaking life. You definitely do. Yeah. So <laughs> what are you what are you drinking? Oh yeah, we never got there, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, this this could go two hours before we ever get into anything <laughs> that we may talk about. I don't know. I don't know what happens on these things. But that's what that's why I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm actually so I remember we talked about that. I my go to drink anywhere I go is the vodka. Why well, you I do vodka tonic or soda, whichever with lime. But I didn't have vodka. So I have I'm having espresso Bailey's. Ooh. so caffeine and alcohol. You're going to get you're going to get in, crazy. A, in a wine cup. So even better. Cheers. 
Cheers in a sunflower wine cup. I got my old red cup. I couldn't find my Eric Church cup. Usually that's what I use. So I'm, I'm using my, my Blake Shelton old red cup. I told you I was a hillbilly. I like it. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. All right. So let's transition back into X. I can't wait because I'm a huge X fan. I feel like everybody is. Mm. A lot of people. And that's the thing. So it goes back to how we were talking about that, right? It was all over social media. I never got to go see it at the theater. So I waited until it came out and I rented it. And I think I had all this anticipation from people loving it so much that when I watched it, I was like, okay. Mm, yeah. What I don't, I didn't see it when I saw it the second time. I did like it more. I still don't love it. Like people love it, mm -hmm. but but I think that can happen. Like that happened to me with um, Titanic. <laughs> I know it's oh, a weird no. example, but like people love that movie when yeah. it came out, loved it. I mean, but I watched it. I'm like, why do people love this movie? It's a piece of shit. But then I ended up liking it as I got older. Okay. I still don't, I don't love it, but it's that, I don't know. I sometimes when you give that hype and maybe people are doing the same now with barbarian, I loved it, but maybe someone else is like, well, what's the big deal? Mm, like me. Right. So I think it depends on when you catch that hype. If you're at the beginning of it with people, yes. maybe it's more effective versus being on the back end and you're like, okay, I'm I'm writing months of people talking about X, thinking it's really amazing. I get to see it and I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs> I like literally, what did I miss? So they hi it? people hyped it up too much for you. That that's how I feel it is. And and it goes back to preferences and horror. Like I know it's not a slasher movie, but it's it is like gore and and I'm more of the ghosts, kind of like Seth and, and Jess. I like paranormal mm -hmm. a lot more. Like that's mine or found footage, like that's my little niche. This is not mine. I still watch them and find them fun, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then when Again, when I watched it the second time, I can see the whole thing about, and you guys actually made it more eye-opening for me. And then when I researched it, because I love looking shit up later, like yeah. why, what's the big deal? What did I miss? And the whole talking about sexuality, sexuality and getting old is an interesting topic. Right. It and, is. I and mean, one you and don't really sad. see tackled very often, in my opinion. They, they don't. Everybody just talks about sex when they're young right. or, you know, below 50, basically, mm -hmm. in, in movies or in shows. So I think that part of it, and I am very interested, like, I wanted to see Pearl, the, the movie, because I am interested in her, for sure. It's like, what's wrong with this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she so crazy? What happened? I mean, clearly something happened career-wise, personally-wise, beauty-wise, and I want to know what got her there, especially being a woman. It's like, I want to know. Right. You know, and we're all scared of aging, right? And getting wrinkly and maybe losing sexuality because you're you're scared. Sure. And that touched on it, so I get it. But then, I don't know. So I, now when I talk about it, I'm like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. And that's that's what happens. Well, that's I think what that's that's movies. what's fun about these movies. There's been there's been movies that I have watched that um I didn't like, and or maybe I I shouldn't say I didn't like because usually if I don't like something, 
it's hard to change my mind on it. However, there's been movies that I thought were just okay. Um, and then like I, I sit down here and talk with them and then it's like, okay, I did like that movie or maybe I missed something. Um, yeah. But I think X was one that I really, really liked. And then we sat down here and the three of us talked about it and um, I liked it even more. So it was... For me, I think the take on, again, on sexuality is something you don't see tackled as much when you get into older, the older generation of people. But it was also like the way that that movie made me feel like watching those older people. And I'm like, why does that gross me out so much? Agree. And I think so. My mom and I did talk about it this week. Like, I think it's also because they look so dirty. Yes. Versus. I'm trying to think of like another movie where there's like really old people, but I think cause they're dirty and they look nasty for lack of a better word. Like, so I think that adds to it that it makes you cringe. Like, and the, and it's also the filming, they make it very dingy in that yes. cabin, especially when they have sex, you're like, Oh God, they're in this old cabin and like the sound of the bed and the creaking <laughs> and the, Oh, and the, just like, Oh God, this is awful. Right. And the way she was talking to him and you're thinking this, this man is going to croak. Like, you know, the sounds that the sounds were just awful, which definitely enhanced the experience. But (laughs) yeah. Plus I like those, I like those kind of movies that, um, again, I, I kind of look at it as a slasher. I say it's not like your your stereotypical slasher, but I I think it fits in that genre um which always holds my attention but i also like the characters in it which i for me character development is is big for movies and i think that they uh ty west he just had interesting characters like i liked each one of those characters and i felt like i was um i don't know like i bought into the characters right like i felt like i was invested in them and and cared about what happened to them even the jenna ortega character who i because i love jenna ortega which is the primary reason i even watched the movie um yeah but I just feel like invested in all the characters, which I think any more sometimes gets overlooked and people don't do that deep dive into making those characters likable or that you really care. They just, they're there to be killed. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Cause like in, let's say Texas Chainsaw, that's one of my favorite ones. The, like the original one, I didn't care about any of those characters because they were just all whiny and they didn't really invest in those characters. Right versus an X where you are invested but that's my other problem I didn't like the I like Pearl yeah <laughs> but I didn't like anybody else I was like you could all die and I'm good with it <laughs> but that's me and uh. I didn't know until I heard your episode that it was Mia Goth playing Pearl yes so when I watched it the second time I was like that is some amazing makeup because I could I can't see her under there yeah like i I mean i think if you really look hard enough you can and i think there is when i looked at the credits there is a body double which makes sense like the actual body but that's incredible that she did both roles right i I, yeah totally agree and i the other thing i really enjoyed about it was how they were showing Pearl's experience through, and I forget Mia Goth's character's name in the movie, but um, through Maxine, Maxine through Maxine's, uh, which they're doing. An, I don't know if you knew this or not, but they're doing another one yeah. called Maxine about her. But like yeah. how you could see the stages of of where Pearl had been Maxine at some point and was yeah. now like 
having to come to terms with the fact that she will never be that again. And for yeah. me, getting older, it, that there's things I used to be able to do that I can't do anymore. And like I can work out and then I'm sore for the next four freaking days where I used to be able to stay up with drinking all night, go to the gym and feel fine. And it's like, man, I, it's like, it's finally hitting me that I'm getting older. So it's like, well, wait, I can't imagine getting to that stage of your life where you are not physically able to do things that you once could do very easily. And then you see other people doing it and they don't fully comprehend that you can't do it. Right. Because they're young and invincible. Yeah. So it's like, at what Which I also find that very, that aspect of the movie, very interesting for me because it's like, man, what, how do you act when you get to that stage that you can't physically do those things anymore? I know. And you know, as we're getting older every year, I feel like something new hurts <laughs> or there's less you can do. Um, like I used to do theme parks, no problem. Yes. And now halfway through the day I'm taking ibuprofen <laughs> and I'm dying and I'm like, I need to sit for a little while and <laughs> relax when I used to just power, yes. power through shit. And it's funny how 10 years ago, I never thought about back pain. And now it's all I think about is back pain or foot pain. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Where this is only the beginning of the end. This sucks. (laughs) It's true. I had a friend that um, had terrible allergies and I'd never experienced allergies. And I was just always like, dude, come just take a Tylenol and let's go. And like when I turned 30, maybe when I turned 30, 30 or 30, I'm 34 now, I'll be 35 in December. But uh, I think when I turned 30, I, for some reason I'm thinking 32, it doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't matter. But I like started getting allergies and realized how terrible they were. And it's like, these really do suck. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. I, well, I've had my back pain. I've had it for a while, but after 30, it just feels progressively (laughs) worse and i used to work on my feet a lot so that's made it worse and it's just like oh my god this aging shit sucks like you always hear your parents say even like in x you know enjoy while you still can because you're not going to be young forever yeah right right. and so is pearl at this point because we i think youth we all take advantage of it we do think we're what is invincible and we can power through life forever. And no, that's not the case. It's not that far away. <laughs> no, it's really not. Which again, that was eye opening for me because I'm like starting to live it. I mean, and don't get me wrong. 34 is not old by any means, but it's just like certain things like back pain. Like I have, they, my freaking doctor wants me to get an x-ray cause they think I have what they say, compressed discs or something in my lower back oh my I, God. because I drive so much for work. Um, yeah. That's what Abby oh, thinks shit. is because I drive so much. But I'm like, do I really, like my back hurts all the time, but I'm like, do I really no. want to know? Or do I just, you know, maybe I'll find like some yoga stretches to do. <laughs> That's a more natural way. That's why I haven't gone to, to one time I finally went and they did an x-ray and I have like mild scoliosis and I'm like, all right, now it's in my head. So now it's made the pain worse. Yes. So what did I gain from this? Except knowing I have, something right and i still have pain so i just put heating pads icy hot <laughs> we're good <laughs> move on <laughs> i haven't it. <laughs> i haven't got to that stage yet but stretching really does help and i think that's probably what yeah. led to it except a lack of stretching but i'm, I'm with you i'd rather not know because well, okay i'm gonna go get this x-ray they're gonna tell yeah. me x y and z is wrong and you got to have these surgeries or whatever to fix it and i'm not gonna do yep. it 
So like, right. then I'm just gonna be thinking about gain? it all. Nothing. Just more yeah. things to worry about. Exactly. So I hear you. I'm 34 also. So I'm there. I'm literally right there with you where I'm like, okay. <laughs> and they always say that. What is it? After once you hit 25, it's like all downhill from 25. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was more at 30, but you know, it's all right. It's, yeah. It's all good. But the point is, I agree that X did touch on that. And since we're getting older, it's like, hmm, I didn't think about that. Right. In gen like the sexuality part or even just aging, nobody really stops to think about it. And I, I think until you are much older and by then you're like, oh, well, I'm old. So Doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm here. <laughs> All right. So let's see if you agree or disagree with me. Do you think that alligator knew that was Pearl? Yes. Thank you. Seth is full of yes. shit. He is a mean, <laughs> crabby old man. That's why he made fun of me for that. No, I think I think he knows her for sure. Or she, it, whatever. And gators will do that. Like, they're all over here. Mm. Like, they are the Florida, like, they should be the Florida animal. I know, like, Florida's, they always say it's the flamingo. And I'm like, I've never seen a fucking flamingo <laughs> in Florida in my life. But gators, I mean, they're everywhere here. Yeah. Like, so they are, like, that big and they're that quick. Um, when Maxine was swimming in that pond, mm -hmm. she got lucky because normally gators are a lot quicker than that and yeah. more like, okay, I'm just I'm just gonna kill you. Like that one, I guess it felt like it was emanating pearl where it was like, no, we're not gonna really attack you. That's what so I said on the yeah. episode. I said I think yeah. that the gator thought that Maxine was pearl or like because they they made it at one point in the movie. I thought Maxine was gonna be pearl somehow. I did too because of the picture um, when she's like a, she looked at a picture of herself as a dancer. Yes. It looked just like Maxine. And I'm like, Whoa, what's happening here? That's this is what gonna I be a thought. big twist. So I think that's also where I was kind of let down. I'm like, Oh, there's no like big twist or what was the point of that picture? I think it was just because it's the same actress. So it's just showing her, mm -hmm. but that was a little bit confusing. Yeah. Just I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I again. Seth made fun of me. He was like, "That fucking alligator did not know that the that, thought think that was Pearl." But it, the the segment in the episode is pretty funny when he calls me out. But I still firmly believe, especially since in the Pearl preview, which I haven't seen the movie yet, but you see the alligator. Yeah, so, so. I think that alligator and Pearl have been a team for quite some time. I That's agree. her hitman. I am deathly afraid of alligators. Just so you know. Well, don't come here. <laughs> I come there like twice a year for work and I was down there the last time in February, March. And, okay. um, we go eat at this fish place, me and a coworker. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I bet you, cause outside behind the restaurant, there was like a bunch of tall grown up grass and there was like a gate around it. And I was like, what's in, what's back there? He's like, oh, it's a ravine or something. He's like, they, yeah. ca they capture water back there. He's like, I bet you there's mm -hmm. an alligator. And I'm like, oh bullshit. So we go back there. And he's like looking. He's like from. Mm -hmm. He's from there, right? So he's like, look. He's like right yeah. there. I see one's tail. And I'm like, oh horse shit. There's not a fucking alligator in that caged in water yeah. air. So he grabs a handful of rocks and throws them up over the uh, gate, over the yeah. the gate, the fence. <laughs> and like this alligator flips around in the air and like dives in the water and is like looking at us in the water. And I'm like, okay, yeah. time time to go, dude. Like we are out of yeah. here. I'm like, and I ran back to the car. He was laughing at me. 
Yeah, yeah. They're like, so I like to go kayaking and paddle boarding, all that stuff in the ocean, which is scary anyway because they're sharks, right? Mm, yes. But I feel like they're not around as much, but you down here you can go kayaking in like the Everglades and in um like rivers and stuff, but they're everywhere there. So mm. that to me is like I won't do it because I feel like the chances of me getting killed are probably <laughs> a lot worse than a shark because I mean they're they're everywhere here in the canals like my neighborhood here there's a canal three blocks down if a hurricane comes and floods us yeah there's alligators walking in our neighborhood Ugh. yeah 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 because the water will be like knee deep and you don't know until you step in yeah Yuck, dude that's like that have you seen the movie crawl of course <laughs> so that's what you're dealing with that's i mean that's a pretty bad storm i think that's I think Katrina, that's, you know, that's how Katrina, I think, ended up. I've never experienced a storm like that. Like, that's pretty bad. But I've had it where we've had water outside our house reach our knees. And, I mean, they could they would have it on the news. There's gators swimming in neighborhoods. And you had to be careful because the water is, like, green because it's overflowing with sewage uh, and all this shit, literally. Yeah. And they're the same color. So Yes. You know? You got to be careful. And they're, they're really cool because I call them like our dinosaurs Yeah, down here. Um, but they are very scary to look at. I've been very close to them, which I always get shit from because <laughs> like my mom's always like, what are you doing? Don't get near them. Uh -huh. yeah, they're fine. But I mean, they're, they're pretty dangerous. They can snap at any point. <laughs> Do they come after you? Like if you walk by them, they go after you. So I've walked by one and they they might be used to people so that's probably why that theory with pearl might work yeah there's a there's a national park here where it's a big bike trail and it's all out in the open and there's gators like right along the sidewalks and you can just walk by them and they don't attack anybody but i mean don't go up to them and do anything <laughs> don't and mess provoke with them. them yeah but i walk by them and they're like eh, keep walking I'm not hungry right now. <laughs> like I see videos of them like on golf courses and stuff all the time. Yeah. They like don't mess with people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think they get used to people. I think there's th that possibility, but like I wouldn't fuck with them. And mm. because I mean, those jaws are insane. When you see it up close, you're like, no, I'm good. I don't even I'm like good. to look at them, dude. I think they're disgusting. Yeah. I think they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I mean, and I think they're scary too. I mean, anything like that, sharks, all that shit freaks me out. Yeah. Even though I still go and enjoy beaches and stuff, but like all that shit scares me because I mean that thing is gonna kill you and it's over. Yeah. Like, it'll be over real quick. Yeah, and especially because like in X, they do that death roll, and that's it. Like you're drowning and getting eaten alive. So. Yeah, that sounds terrible. All every yeah. everything you just said sounds frightening to me. Yeah. It's Florida life down here. Mm -mm. It's not for Out me. Out in the swamp. <laughs> no, dude, it's not for me. I'll be up here in the the, the farmlands, dude. All we got to worry about are like snakes. Yeah, we have that too. Yes, you the big ones. Pythons. Yeah. yeah, that eat gators. So go figure. Yeah. So Good is time. it true that you're overpopulated with pythons? Yeah, they actually have people that go hunt them. And it's a, like they're allowed to, and they, I think they do it obviously for bounty and things like that. But I've been out there at night 
um, coming back from, cause I do photography. So I come back from that and you'll see them in these huge trucks and these big spotlights, like going across the grass line. And that's what they're looking for. They're hunting the, the Python. Oh it's crazy. God. Yeah. It's bad because they're killing, you know, they're killing gators, raccoons. Um, they could kill the Panthers, which they're endangered. It's like, they're bad. It's cause one person released a pet and that was it. Really? They just bred like crazy? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's been multiple pets, but it's yeah. been people, oh, they buy a python thinking, uh -huh. oh, this is a great pet. It gets too big. And then they throw it out in the Everglades and now they've overpopulated. Yep. Uh, people. Yeah. People ruin uh -huh. everything, don't they? We do. We really do. Like, just get a cat. Like, get a cat. Get a dog. I don't know. <laughs> I had a snake a when I was python? a kid. I did. I did have a snake when I was a kid. And but a python. I think it was. It was a ball python. Oh, oh okay. Well, I don't Sorry. know how big those or what the types are. So I think they only get as big as the enclosure they're in. But if you were to go throw oh, the okay. thing in the Everglades, there's no enclosure, so it can just get as big as it can can get, yeah. right? But my cousin took mine. He might still have it. I don't know. Oh wow. Not okay. not my rodeo. Not my clown. I was like, take yeah. this, take this damn thing. Take it. <laughs> It was yeah. cool. It was. It wasn't very big. It was very small. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I think that's the problem, though. People probably kept it in a bigger enclosure. It got too big. Yeah. And you know, you got to feed this thing, and then right. it's not fair to the animal. Like it's it's just shitty because you're just fucking everything over, honestly. Pretty much. So. That's why I just stick with the dogs and the cat. And the dogs are like fourteen, thirteen, and fourteen years old. So like we're they're knocking on heaven's door right now. They're My cat. My my geriatric cat is fourteen. Oh wow! So, oh, and he's diabetic. Oh gosh! <laughs> do you have to like, give it? Do you have to give it insulin? Yes. Stop it! I do. How do you? I inject him. No. I inject him every day. I sure do. Every day. <laughs> Everybody laughs at me so bad when I say it. I'm like, yeah, he's like a little human. I have to inject him every day. Hmm. Yep. No, I mean, yep. and I don't mean any offense by this, but have you ever thought about maybe dropping him off to the pythons in the Everglades? No, no, no. I can't do that. Never. That's my baby. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Calm down. <laughs> Jeez, Pearl. Don't mess with me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I'll throw you to the gator. <laughs> please don't. I would be. I wouldn't know what to do. I would be terrified. We were at Disney. No, I don't. We were at Disney a few years ago after that little boy got. Oh God, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I was like Abby because I was like in work meetings. I was like, do not let these kids buy that freaking yeah. body of water. Yeah. Stay in the swimming pool, please. Yeah. After that incident, because I, I go to Disney a lot. I'm a I'm a really big Disney fan. I mean, it's right here. It's four hours from from me. And the minute that happened, everywhere, the signs, alligators, alligators, yeah. allig they weren't there before. But the minute that happened, it was like, we're putting this shit everywhere. Right. Like, even in the smallest pond, Disney put signs everywhere. Well, I'm sure they so, had to. I'm sure it was some sort of insurance yeah. liability. That I wonder, I'm sure they got sued for that, right? So it was in the news for a long time down here. And then all of a sudden, it stopped because they settled like outside. Uh, so I think Disney gave them God knows how much money yeah. and moved on. Gotcha. And they gave them a statue at that resort. Great. Just what you want. Well, That'll make up for just it. Just sure. what you want, you know, money and, you know, so I think that's what, what happened. Cause all of a sudden you stopped hearing about it. I'm like, mm. okay, 
Disney paid these people. Yeah, they paid them probably. off. They wanted them to go away. Yeah, they're like, stop. No bad pl- pl- publicity, please. It's crazy. It's crazy when you when you have kids with stuff you think about that you never thought about before. Like, but back to what you were saying about like roller coasters. So yeah. we, we have Kings Island here, which is we when I was a kid, it was there. So we would always go there. And now um, since we've had kids, I think Abby and I have went. We've taken the kids because it's like a kid area and like a water park. Yeah. But like for the adult rides, I think we went once after Lucy was born. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being at the top of the roller coaster, getting ready to go down the hill. And I'm like, why am I in this fucking thing? Like, like, <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm not enjoying it. I'm old. This hurts my body. And like, if I yeah. were to fall out of this, was it really worth like not seeing my kid grow up to ride this stupid roller coaster? So I never rode one again. Oh, wow. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I no, I have Damn. no use for them. That's it. But that is interesting. I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't know. But it's interesting that your mindset has changed mm-hmm. like that since kids. Hmm. Yeah, everything. Everything changed. Everything yeah. has changed. But yeah, that was like I was. I remember being in the freaking thing, and I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, why am I doing? Yeah. This? I have friends like are like, hey, we should go skydiving. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. No. No, we shouldn't. There's no part of me that wants no. to do that. Kids are not. I'm good. <laughs> no human. We're not meant to fly. As it is, I think airplanes are really weird. Mm-hmm. Like the concept of this giant aluminum or whatever the fuck it's made out of, honestly, flying in the air is scary. Why would I want to try to fly or dive? Like, no, I'm okay. So do you the do- roller coasters are enough. Do you do airplanes? Do you fly or do you not fly? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. But it's just when you when I think about it, I know there's a science to it, but it just doesn't click in my head. Like mm. this thing is a huge piece of metal right. in the air. Why? <laughs> it hurts <laughs> to think about it. Uh, I guess that's one which is weird that sitting here talking about. Like that does I fly probably two twice we'll say twice a year for work and I don't I don't know. It never bothers me. I don't know. I never thought about it. Oh God! I hope. Don't I think, think about it. You just ruined me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I I think I've been on a plane like I don't know five times in my whole life, but mm. it's not that I'm scared. It's that I don't. Really, I just think about it. Like, how is this possible? And mm. even though I looked it up, I get it. It's aerodynamics. It's a, no. It's still a chunk of metal flying in the air. through the air <laughs> at very fast speeds. Yes which I'm sure that's how it can, but it doesn't bother me any less. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I don't know why roller coasters. No way. The, the airplanes, they don't bother me. I don't know. Maybe it's, yeah. uh, I don't, because I, probably the chances of a roller coaster affecting you is yeah. higher. That's than, true. That's yeah. true. But I also wonder if it's because, um, what was I gonna? I've lost my completely lost my train. Oh, because I don't do like long flights. All of ours, because okay. where I live in Ohio, like there's no direct flights anywhere, so everything is like a jump. Okay. So we like jump to Detroit and then to somewhere, or we jump over to Chicago and then somewhere, or we go to Atlanta okay. and then somewhere. So it's like hour and a half flights. So I've never been on like a really long. Like Seth is okay. in Australia. I think it was like an eighteen-hour flight or twenty. It's a ridiculously yeah. long flight. I've never done that before. Yeah, mine are like you leave the airport and like they give you your coffee and your peanuts and you land twenty minutes later. Yeah. 
So you're, it's like once you get comfortable, it's over kind of flight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which makes it less less scary, less time to think about it. It could be. It almost makes yeah. it seem not real because like, I feel like when you watch yeah. movies, the airplanes are huge and there's like seven rows of seats and yeah. like it's, they're on there for hours. Like, I feel like I'm just like getting in a very large van and going where I'm going. Maybe. <laughs> a large van. It's what it seems like a van that can fly. It's a magic school bus. Oh my God. The magic school bus. That was good stuff. It's, I used to love those books. <laughs> it's still around, dude. My kids watch it on TV. What? Good. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's good stuff that they get to still watch. They Do watch, they watch cartoons anymore? Oh yeah, but it's like garbage. It's all terrible. We had to like so the, the what kids are really into is like YouTube. There's like kids YouTube. Oh wow! And it's like okay. my kids will sit around. We have to like take the iPads from them. Like they will sit around and they'll watch other kids play with Barbies, play with LOL dolls, play with all these what? toys. Yeah. Oh no! And they'll like watch other kids play with toys, and it's like what are instead you of do- playing. Yes. Wow. Okay. You didn't know this. I'm changed. <laughs> this is this is what you this is the reality. This is what we have to deal with as parents. They yeah they sit around and then like or there's even uh, this one kid who like his parents buy him toys and he unboxes the toys and talks about. I like, heard about that. They sit and watch him do that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, go get on your bicycle. Go get on the trampoline. Go get in the pool. Like, you have, a both yeah. of them have huge totes full of Barbies in their room that they could go play with, but they'd rather sit yeah. on the couch and watch this other person play with them. I don't know. It's weird. Do you play Barbies with them if they play? Oh my gosh, Eric! Yes, like I am the greatest. Yes. I'm the greatest Barbie. Great. Yes. Because I remember when I was a kid, my dad played Barbies with me and it was like the most amazing thing to have your dad <laughs> play Barbies with you. Yep. It was like the coolest thing. I'm like, oh, the dude, the dad <laughs> is playing with this girly toy. Uh-huh. Did you always make him be Ken? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I, you're Ken. I don't want to be Ken. I want to be this like fancy gal Barbie over yeah. here. Like, come on, let me live a little. Nope. Ken only. <laughs> yeah, well, that that was it. She usually tries to make me be Ken, but I've I've worked my way into a few better better Barbies. Into some fabulous Barbies. Yeah, the fancy and wild hair, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm glad there's. I'm glad they still exist because I didn't think they. I mean, as it is, Toys R Us doesn't exist. Right. Which well, is awful. Oh, dude, like, it, it, it's not for my kids because they have their iPads and they have they go well, they use Safari. And they go to Amazon because we don't let them log uh, into the actual Amazon account. And at any given mm-hmm. time, they have probably 500 things in their Amazon cart, like Barbies. So it's worse. Barbie, yes, because it's like at their fingertips versus we have to actually physically drive them to Toys R Us like our parents did. Yeah. They can just get online and like they'll like see an ad on Hulu or something and then pop up their iPad. Blah, 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 blah. Dad, I want to buy this. I put it in my cart. I'm like, oh, great. Oh shit, that is worse. <laughs> I'm That's telling terrible. you. Because I remember when we were kids, we got catalogs, mm, especially yep. during the holidays, and you would like circle. Cir- yes, shit. you would highlight them and circle them. That was so much fun when the big, like, what the big Toys R Us book or whatever it was called at the time, it was yep. like the kids' dream to get that. Yeah. And then, like, Mark, whatever. Um, I think JCPenney had one back then. I don't remember. It was so fun to go through it. And like make your what is it your Santa's list? Yep. Uh, yeah. Here's the other crazy thing: they can send their list to relatives. So like they can send their Christmas list. Wow. 
<laughs> to like my mom or Abby's aunts or yeah. whoever. And like, Grandma, hey, grandpa. yes, here's what's on the list for what they want. And then they know what to buy them for Christmas. It's crazy. Right. I mean, that's kind of cool because it helps, but it's amazing that they are just doing this already. And they're eight, eight and six. Amazing. That's the time we live in now. It's technology. It really is. And that's the debate Abby and I have all. It's not really a debate. It's more of a discussion that we have all the time is that are we like hindering them by limiting their access to technology because we think that they should be doing things that we did when we were kids or that they shouldn't have so much screen time. When in reality, I wake up in the morning, I get my coffee, I'm on a laptop working. Yeah. And then I'm on the phone or laptop texting customers, emailing from my phone. Yeah. Uh, I do this for this is my hobby, which I'm sitting here. Yeah. I have three I'm looking at three different screens here. So like yeah. and I have my keyboard here and like like is this like are we hand because they can like right. grab the TV and work TV better than I can. They know how to navigate the iPad better than I do. So it's like Yeah. Are we hurting them by taking the stuff away from them or are we I don't I don't know, you know? What do you, what's the right answer? I don't think anybody knows. I don't think anybody knows. You just have to take it. <laughs> What is it? Second by second with technology? Pretty much. I mean, everything changes literally day to day anyway. Right. And I think our generation got the last of everything. We got cassettes, we got CDs, we got records, CD, you know, we got DVDs, VHS. We had a little bit of everything, an an old school phone, like a landline. Right. Like nobody knows what a landline (laughs) is anymore, unless you're at work, like at an office. Yeah. Like I don't have a landline at home for right. example like who the hell does that anymore we don't like we have to give yeah. out uh which luckily abby took one for the team she gives out her number to the kids friends if they want to call and talk to them but they can also do this thing called uh kids messenger or something so they can like give each other their what? messenger ids <laughs> oh my God. yeah so they like they can come home and they can facetime on their ipads with their friends uh versus wow. like calling on the phone that's what they do they message now that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had we had AIM back in the day. That yeah. was like the beginning. I consider that the beginning of like text messaging. Right. Oh, for certain. For certain. Which was a lot of fun. And I guess that's the beginning of it. Because you'd be in school with your friends all day. And then you go home at three o'clock and you, and you go on the computer and start IMing everybody. Yes. And it's like we never left and you're not hanging out, but you're hanging out in a computer. Right. It was kind of the beginning of that. It was definitely the foundation for everything. Yeah. Even now, I'm like, don't call me. Just text me, please. Like, I don't want to talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm on the phone all day for work. I don't want to. But then I have no problem Same. hopping on here and, and talking to people for hours about the horror movies. So, I don't know. Because it's different. It's different. Like, I, I'm a, I'm on the phone all day at work, but it's for something. To, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm tired of talking to people about work. Yeah. But if you want to talk about this, I'm totally fine right. with it. So I get it. If not, text me. Don't call me. <laughs> right. I'll get, I'll, that's what I actually really love. That's the one tech change that I love is texting because yeah. I can get to it when I can. Yes. And some things only warrant a text message, right? You don't most need a things, full... Most things. Yeah. That could have been a text. That's why I, I don't know how many yes. times I say that a day. Like that, that could have been a text message. Yes. Like, <laughs> why did you make this 30 minute conversation happen when it could have been a two sentence text message? Right. No, I do. I am the <laughs> same way. Yeah. Exact it's, same way. Like, don't call me. I love text that. Me. If you, unless it's yeah. an emergency, do not call me. 
Yeah. That I sounds, get it. That sounds terrible. Isn't it? That's where we're at. Like, and I think it's overload too, because the texting gives you that, I'm telling you that chance to like, kind of give you breathing room versus right. picking up the phone. And I don't know. I Sometimes I even feel like it's more personal texting because you can think about mm. what you're going to say to someone. Right. It gives you that chance to write it. And at least for me, like, let me write this out. Am I saying this right? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking now that like email, unless you're you're using it for work, it's like the new snail mail. Oh, for sure, like, I agree. Nobody uses email. No it's text messaging. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's I completely agree. If you're not using it for work, then like I don't like email my friends or anything. Like I no, honestly, my emails is full of junk right now. My personal email. Yeah, but, same. It's all. Amazon or ads or rewards programs. Uh, yeah, that too. That too. But I love my <laughs> rewards programs now. Don't get me wrong. That I do love. That email I do like. But otherwise, yeah, it's just there to collect dust, kind of like envelopes from your mailbox, like the new snail mail. So will texting eventually be in the wind? Probably, but we still get mail, right? Like how, like why True. do we, I, I guess I understand why I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole, but like I, do we really <laughs> we need can. mail? Like what, what purpose does it serve? I don't know. I do everything on my phone. Yes. Like the only thing I need physical anymore is my tag, like the sticker for my car. Oh, they mail That's you that? That's it. Yeah. They don't uh, mail it for you? No, I got to go pick it up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. On, uh, it's, That's interesting. Well, my vehicle I drive is a company car, so they, they do oh, mail me okay. mine. But Abby's, uh, we have to go get. It's, it's in my name, so I have to go get it on like, my birthday. And uh, Dude, she oh. drove around last year for oh, nine or ten months on an expired tag. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> and nothing happened? Never. Dude, Literally? nobody ever said awesome. a word. So then it was like, I I think one of us realized it because the color was wrong. Okay. Yeah. So we were like, that's weird. So we look and we're like, oh shit, this thing expired like 10 months ago. But then it's like, do we just risk the next two months because I'm going to have to get a new one in the next two months anyway? Right. Like we went 10, do we just see what happens? And I'm a chicken shit. So I just went and got the new one and put it on. And then two yeah. months later, went and got the next, but it was like, man, that could have been bad. She could have got arrested. Almost made it. I yeah, know. Yeah. I know. I they were to the alligators. <laughs> you risked it for the alligator. <laughs> Fuck that alligator. I'm telling you, I was in the car trying to get out. Of, we have to go. This alligator is going to follow us to the hotel. <laughs> He's going to get up on two legs. Yes. Just follow you guys. And they run fucking fast. They swim and run fast. Really? It's all about that tail. They swim. They definitely swim really fast because yeah. of that tail. Oh, it gives yeah. them a lot of power. Um, and they actually run pretty fast. So that's why like they're dangerous in all aspects. Yeah. I don't like them even so. more now. Like now I'm even more worried about coming to Florida. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm don't not step do anywhere near a pond <laughs> or any body of water. I won't. I know now. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it. Not a, not a chance, dude. Not a chance. And the problem is like, I have never seen it, but I've been told like they could be hiding under the water and you don't see them, but they see you and they can like jump. What? Yeah. Just to make the shit worse for you. 
Oh man, this yeah. is this is getting worse. I don't I don't want to talk about alligators anymore. It's like I feel like there's one under my table right now, like about to bite me, <laughs> dude. Like it's freaking me out. I don't like them. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm your wild. I'm your Florida wildlife expert. So. I know, dude. Like every time I go to Florida, now, I'm gonna be freaking out. You're gonna think of that, like, oh shit. It's like giving me even if it's just a puddle in the in the street. You're like, fuck that. Yeah, it's a puddle. That means there's a gator. There probably is one in there, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I have heard. I've never seen it, but I've heard that they can do that. I don't know how true that is, but I don't risk it. Yeah, and you know, I respect it. Like, stay away. We, mm. you know, you stay there. I stay here. We're good. We're good. Like, are alligators beneficial for anything? Like, do we have to have alligators? I mean, they're beneficial to the Everglades here because it's, you know, that circle of life shit. Like, they do. They do. They are overpopulated as well. Um, mm-hmm. So they have hunting seasons. I think it's actually now where you're allowed to go and hunt them. Yes. And then people, I mean, people eat them. I so, I would eat alligator. You know, I think yeah. maybe that's my calling. I was put here to hunt alligator. I well, they're my arch enemy. The <laughs> they are. Well, I've made them into your arch enemy. They're my arch enemy, alligators. So, now you know that's I'm your t- calling. Come down for gator season, dude. I might. How do you kill an alligator? Do you like shoot it? I think you have to shoot it. Yeah, like to be humane. I think that's like the way you're supposed to, and then. You can eat it, and I think they use the skin for shit, like like boots, boots, whatever. Dude. He's kind of like a cow, right? Where a cow, you can literally use every piece of a cow. I think I'm gonna get some gator boots. There you go. You're gonna see me on here. I'm gonna be showing off my new gator boots, dude. It's gonna happen. Florida gator boot, dude. I'm gonna that do you it. hunted. Oh, I would be even better. I have like a freezer. I'd be like Joe Rogan. I have a freezer full of beef. Or not beef, but gator. Gator beef. Gator guess, yeah. and uh, freaking gator boots. Dude, I would be the coolest. Wow. There you go. And you use the animal entirely. I will. I'll use every piece of that piece of shit, yeah. gator, dude. I'll even use the bones. I'll make like uh, ornaments. Stock. <laughs> you can make stocks. Yeah, that's true. That's gator true. soup, dude. Go gator soup. Oh, you could God. start a whole thing. Gator soup. I, don't I tell think you that's what, real. Pe- so you can make it. People probably tuned in and they're like, "Is this all they're gonna fucking talk about are alligators?" Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought Josh, who hates alligators, would be talking about all these freaking alligators? Who knew this would go on a alligator rabbit hole? I never know where How these things are. How do we even get here? Uh, X. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's See, fair, fair. We knew it was gonna segue. happen. All right. So the real question. Yeah. Do you like Scream 5? <laughs> all right. <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. I I, th- I think I need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. One of those. I have to watch it again. That one wasn't overhyped for me, so I didn't come okay. in. I do like... So the original Scream, I was obsessed with that movie yes. when, I was, when it came out. And I had it on VHS. I was weirdly obsessed with it. I don't know why. Like, I, I just liked the movie a lot. Yeah. I mean, I really liked horror at that point, but there was just something fascinating about the movie. Um, But I liked the commentary, which is it's making fun of horror movies and the rules and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. So that's what I liked about this, which is where that whole elevated horror shit came out. Yes. 
where Jenna Ortega at the beginning is talking about like, oh, ask me questions about Babadook <laughs> or Midsommar and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Like, because I yes. forgot what the, they were asking her and she's bringing up the whole elevated horror. And I love this whole spiel about sequels and remakes yes. or how they're disguised, right? That these um, remakes or the... I forgot how they worded it, but you know what I mean, that they're yeah. disguised as sequels or remakes, but they're kind of like get bringing in the old people, so uh -huh. they're not bashing it. I thought that was on point, because that's what everybody's doing. Right. Well, it was very self-aware of what it was, right? Yeah. I think that's what Scream's always done. It's always known what was going on at that point in horror and was yeah. able to make light of it or add it into the plot of the story, but... yeah. I personally went and saw it and was a little disappointed. And then I, you probably heard me say this 50 times, but then I went and watched it again the very next day and fell in love with it. It'll, it may end up being one of my favorites, but it is one of my favorite screen movies, but it's up there. I enjoy it thoroughly. So, so let me, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I need to just watch it again because I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I didn't mm. hate it, but that whole, all those talks and the self-awareness was like, Yep, this is pretty on point. <laughs> My one thing, and, but this is me being logical, right? With these movies, you can't be logical. Correct. So this happens in any horror movie with a hospital scene. I get so pissed. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is impossible. There's always someone around mm -hmm. that it makes all these hospital scenes bullshit to me. Right. Because I've, I've worked night shift hospital and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. If I see this guy in a mask, I'm calling security. Like, yeah. what is happening here? Like, this is bullshit. Right. But it's it's a movie. But I, I'll always go on that rant. Like in Halloween two, same thing. Mm. Or in, like I said, any movie with a hospital, I'm like, it's less populated. But come on, you you killed every nurse. You killed every doctor. You have the whole floor to yourself. Right. Well, in to in its defense, it does. They do say that they're moving them to their own floor. Okay, I missed that. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just wanted to go on that rant because I've always wanted to go on that rant. Go for it. We can go on any rant you'd like. That one's my favorite one because it's from experience, and I'm like, that's bullshit. It's mm. bullshit. <laughs> yes, I'm not a huge fan of Halloween too. Believe it or not, the original or the rob zombie one i love I don't all remember. i love everything rob zombie so he can make okay. you know the monsters is going to come out and it's going to be one of the best movies ever for me just because i'm going to say it to make people angry um no i actually I like really it. really like rob zombie uh rob zombie i like rob zombie How, rob zombie's halloween too but the original halloween the original? Two, i am not a huge fan of i saw it once and i don't remember it so i can't even i just remember the hospital and i'm like okay that always stayed in my head because it yeah. made hospitals creepy right as a, um at the time um i out of all slashers the original halloween is my favorite texas chainsaw is up there i actually really do like the rob zombie halloween uh-huh part one i did not like part two part two was a was too much for me okay gore wise i was like can we can we tone it down a little? Like, no, that first scene is amazing. That hospital scene is fantastic. Can we tone it down? Yeah, I was dying inside. I'm like, oh god, this is so. 
Oh, I love it. I love it so much yeah. because it's gruesome and brutal. And then yeah. at the end of it, you find out that it's one not happening. It's in Lori's head, which shows you it's a, it's a preliminary for where the rest of the movie's going because Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloween too. Look, you got me talking about Rob Zombie again. Here we go. I knew we were going to bring him up. We had to. We had to. <laughs> that movie is so great because it is the d- mental deterioration of Laurie Strode. And it starts out with that all being inside of her head. None of that's happening. That's not Michael yeah. doing that. That's all things that she's thinking inside of her head. And then you see her just like plummet into insanity, yeah. which I can only imagine is the similar steps that Michael went through before he w- went got they, to they, where he was yes exactly which yeah. i think the first one does a great job the first rob zombies halloween does a great job of showing you that mental uh health mental you know deterioration michael had but ba- and it, why he had it where he came from what caused it which yeah. i like i know a lot of people are like michael's just supposed to be this shape this entity i don't want to know about his backstory i want to know about why he became what he was but I'm like a uh, control freak and like a need to know person. So I'm like, I need to know every aspect of why this mm-hmm. is happening. So that's why I really like it and enjoy it. Um, but yeah, anyway, Halloween, I think Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is great. Even though you don't like it, that's okay. That's what makes this great, right? You can't, everybody has their own take on it. But yes. I, I actually really liked his part one because I did want to know. I'm one of those that want to know the madness behind yes. the madness. I thought it was a great story. I loved it. I think his Halloween is great. I think the problem, not the problem, but my thing with Rob Zombie is, and it's probably a good thing. He scares me. Like yeah. his movies genuinely scare me in a way that I don't like mm-hmm. that. It's that it's too much, I guess. Like, I'll never forget when I watched House of a Thousand Corpses. It freaked me out so bad that I never watched it again. <laughs> never. Ever. <laughs> and like I recently found out that Rain Wilson is it yeah, the who plays Dwight on The Office is in it. And I'm like, yes. I have to watch it now because he's in it and I love him, but I don't want to watch this movie. Mm. But I have to get over it. It's kind of like my hurdle movie. Okay. But um but I think maybe that's what it is. He hits a nerve for me that's too much. Yeah. There's a limit. And right. I think that's what it is. So it's effective. For sure. But it's too much maybe for. And I've said it several. I'm a, I'm a huge horror fan, but I'm a big chicken shit. Like I get scared <laughs> over everything and anything. Yeah. Um, so his movies touch that. So you can argue that's a good thing. Yeah. But it's bad for me because I'm like, eh. It's interesting you say that. So Jessica and I, this episode will come out way before uh, the one Jess and I just recorded, but because we record so far in advance now. But um, Jess and I just did thirty one. Okay. R- Rob Zombie's thirty one. I haven't seen it. I think it's fantastic. I'm not going to give away uh, the scores or the ratings or how we felt. Okay. It's, it'll be on the episode, but you and I can yeah. talk after we stop recording. Okay. But yeah. um. <laughs> I I love that movie. I, again, I like most of his movies. I will say I love. That's one of them I really do like. I find it very fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. But just while just Jess and I were talking, I was like, you know, I I think I may have figured out why I like Rob Zombie's movies so much because I mm-hmm. feel like 
when you're watching one of his movies, you feel like remember whenever you were a kid and you like were watching something while your parents were asleep and you weren't supposed to yeah. be watching it. So the whole time you're watching it, you're like cognizant of what's going on around you because you don't want your parents to walk in and like see you watching this horror movie yeah. or this rated R movie that you're not supposed to be watching. Like, yeah. I feel like that is the feeling you get when you're watching a Rob Zombie movie. Like you're watching people saying things they shouldn't be saying. It's dirty. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. scenes that make you feel utterly uncomfortable. Like there's a scene yeah. in 31 that is just, it's a sex scene and it's just like, like if Jessica was like, I had to find some pause because I was dying laughing. Like, it's just odd. It's weird. It's something yeah. you, you feel like you shouldn't be watching. And I feel yeah. like like the have you seen uh, Devil's Rejects? A long time ago, it's been a while. There's so a very cringy yeah. hotel scene, and it's like you feel like while you're watching, it, you shouldn't be. It's something you shouldn't be watching. But I feel like when yeah. you watch his movies, that is the feeling you get. Is like yeah, that makes sense. But again, that's and the fact that it's overly gory, it's scary. But like I feel like it's almost like if you enjoy that type of feeling or or, or to feel that way. Like, it's almost like you're in on the joke. It's almost like it's a joke and you're in on it. Right. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. I, I just had never thought of that before until I was watching 31. And then we sat down here and we're talking about it. And I was like, I kind of feel like that is the vibe you give from his movies. You're watching something that you shouldn't be watching. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't like voyeurism. Like you're, it's like you're, it's a forbidden Thing, yet yeah. you're still compelled to watch it right kind of thing yeah like you're watching it you shouldn't be watching it and you like it so it's like that's yeah. like i don't like you know what i mean like i don't know if that's yeah. maybe a way a weird way to describe it but it's like that's how yeah. i feel like when i feel like this is how people feel when they're watching his movies and his characters are so brutal mm-hmm. like i mean anytime his wife is in something like i feel like, I mean, she's good at it. She's always this brutal, intense. I feel that way. And I'm like, oh my God, she, everybody scares me. I mean, only yeah. in Halloween, she doesn't scare me because she was the mom and right. it was different. But like, I think that, I think just talking to you, that's what it is. It's just, this is touching on things that I'm not supposed to be watching, even though you're a horror fan, there's that line. Yeah. And he's kind of, for me, he's pushing it. So I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Right. But it's effective. Like it's doing what it's supposed to do. And oh, they're definitely absolutely. what did you gritty. Like the, his movies are like legit gritty and dirty. Yeah. Kinda. Like everybody looks dirty. <laughs> like you guys need a shower. Please <laughs> <Like, laughs> <no> don't shower. <laughs> that is true though. Like they're very yeah. they're very dirty looking movies. I Yeah. The crazy thing to me though is like you look and they talked about it, like the making of the original Texas Chainsaw, because that's a gritty, dirty movie that you feel Super. like you, that you need to take a shower after yeah. you watch it. Mark from Elm Street said that, but um, yeah. I don't want people to think I stole his line, but yeah, so he said that, <laughs> but it's like it's true. Yeah. But the people that mm-hmm. made that movie hated every second of making that movie, whereas you they talk did. to anybody who has been working on a Rob Zombie set. They love the guy. They think he's brilliant and they come back and do multiple movies with them. So it's like, yeah, I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, um, for sure. I've also Maybe made he this. He likes animals, which is good. 
he he does he like they have like their own little farm going on it's crazy to me like the movies that he makes and then he's like a a vegan yes (laughs) yes total like opposite spectrum but hey i mean you're a horror fan and that's what you want to make yeah that works. And but. I think that's the other thing that rubs certain people the wrong way is I've and I've made this comparison before as well. I think that Rob Zombie is the Adam Sandler of horror and the aspect that people don't really take him seriously. They really like to hate on him and yeah. he doesn't care. He just all he cares about is making the movie he wants to make yeah. and, ha- and hanging out with his friends while he does it. That makes sense. Yeah. Which is that's true. That's Adam Sandler in the comedy yeah world which is funny as i've gotten older i like him more i hated him me too hated him i'm like what is the big deal about this guy yeah but now as i've gotten older i'll i've been watching like his old movies i'm like oh i guess it is funny Um, (laughs) he's actually funny okay (laughs) and um but he blew me away in uncut gems yes i actually hated the movie because he, but because he was so gross yeah like he was a, he was a disgusting person but he did it so well he was yes. so great i was like oh okay adam sandler i see uh-huh. you and actually that's what made me go all right let me even though it's not the same his comedies versus that right i just like oh, let me check this guy out like all right not too bad i was the same way like my friends all loved uh like billy madison and yeah. Happy Gilmore, uh, The mm-hmm. Water Boy, which I was like, The Water Boy, I was like, okay, it's all right. Um, but like, they were all obsessed with Adam Sandler. I was like, I, just, I don't, it's not for me. But yeah. now that I'm older, like, I don't, his last movies that he's made, I've liked all of them. Um, which I don't know that I could go back and probably like, I did like Happy Gilmore, but I don't know that I could do, what's the, what's the one where he's like going back to school? I think that is, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Like, I don't think I can yeah. do that, but Happy Gilmore, the golf one, yeah. I can do that. I love The Wedding Singer, but like his newer love movies, it. I've like, I've really enjoyed. Like, Mystery Date, I thought was good. Um, the one with him and Chris Rock on Netflix where their kids are getting married. The day after, the day of, or. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. But them together, because I saw, was it Grown Up? Yeah. Like, that's entertaining. Um, the Wedding Singer is my favorite. That will like even back then I did like that one. Right. Um, but I love eighties anything. So <laughs> that just helped the situation. Um, but I'll have to check that out. And I think the new one came out for um he did a new one. Is it called basketball? Oh, something? uh what is that called? I forget. I watched it. It's it's excellent. It is? Okay. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix too. So I'll have to it's I tell Mark this all the time. I have like this endless list of movies I have to watch, shows, video games, and it's like I have no time. There's no yep. time to do anything. Eventually, I'll get to shit, but who knows? I have to like pick and choose. I'm in the what same boat. My problem is like I don't plan that. Come the funny thing is I'm such a planner in like everyday life, but like if I get the opportunity to actually sit down to watch something, then I sit down and I freak out. I'm like, oh no, like what? What am I going to do? So like, I get out my letterbox and I look. I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to watch this or this or this. And then it's like, by the time I actually pick something, I'm like, I'm just going to go it's read. It's an hour late. I'm just going to go yeah. read in bed and go to sleep. So then I don't watch oh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Add reading. Reading. Yep. That's yeah. another one. It's, it's just like, not enough time. 
and that happens to me a lot. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to watch a movie tonight. All right. Go to Netflix, go to Hulu, go to Amazon. Two hours go by and I don't choose anything. Yep. I did the same thing. (laughs) Or Abby and I are like, we don't start series because we watch them together. But like I travel quite a bit. So it's like, we'll start something. And then, like, it'll be, like, a week before we can get back to it. And then we're like, do we really even want to do this? Like, let's just watch a movie. And then, like, so we've, like, started a bunch of stuff that we don't finish. And it's, like, I don't know. Yeah. There's just too, there's just, we talk about this on the HMC all the time. There's just too much content right now. It's, it's impossible it to consume all of the content that's out. It, it is. It's too much. And, and, and things are long. Like, I haven't watched stranger things because they're too long and i'd rather watch a movie or a show that's shorter like that's too much time that's a lot of commitment that i'm not ready for plus i i don't remember season one through three anymore because so much time has passed i have a grasp but not enough and i'm like like that stresses me out so then i move on and it's like do i start a new show but let me finish that one (laughs) nope movie nope i it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Plus movies that are coming out. Right. You know? I'm in the same boat. And, and and I love going to the movies, so I'm trying to do that again. But then you have to find time to do it. <laughs> and do the podcast. Right. Somewhere. That's so, the, that's the I get problem. It. Mark and Brooke ruined me last year, though, because it was honestly it was my fault. I'm the one that came up with the idea, but we did this movie challenge so you could watch the most I've heard movies. about this on the episode oh my gosh it was such a bad (laughs) idea because i am like so competitive like like if if something gets turned into a competition there's something in my head that like flips on another gear like it's and it's just like i'm gonna destroy these guys so like (laughs) i was watching so many movies and when that competition ended the end of last year which i did win by the way just so everybody knows <laughs> like January rolls around and I'm like, I don't even want to watch. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and normally because of the competition, I would turn a movie on. Yeah. So I want to check another box on letterbox to add another movie to my list. But I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't. So dude, for, for like the first six months of the year, I think the only thing I was watching was stuff I had to watch for the podcast. Cause I was like, I don't want to watch TV. I get it. That actually happened to me. Cause we got HBO max. And I'm like, you know what? I never finished The Sopranos. So, and I heard this is the best show ever. And I always heard about the the ending being, you know, you hate it, you love it. So I binged <laughs> that show. I mean, I was hooked. I was what, but it gave me fatigue because yeah. I mean, those, the episodes are an hour. Each season is like 13 or more episodes. And it's, you know, it's, it's a dramatic show. And yeah. by the end of it, and then the other thing, I thought the show was so great that now I'm like, well, what's going to live up to this for me? Right. Like everything else is subpar at the moment, at that time when that was happening. And that's when I just started watching more movies. Gotcha. To kind of offset the show situation because that kind of, it, it fucked it up for me too because it was too much binging of one show. Yeah. That I got tired. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this again. So I'm trying to watch shows that are only like one or two seasons in or just starting Mm -hmm. because I can't commit like that again. (laughs) It was time consuming. (laughs) Uh, So I have always been on record stating that I love the Netflix um, 
philosophy. They just released the entire season. Hey, there's a new season out. Here's the whole season. But yeah. House of the Dragon is on right now, which is the new Game of Thrones series on HBO. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Game of Thrones freak. I'm obsessed with it. I don't mind the Sunday night release week to week because it's forced us to actually, one, sit down on Sunday night and watch it when it comes out. I'm yep. excited all week for the next episode to come out. I get to like talk yep. about theories and what's going on with like coworkers and friends and the Jess and Seth. And even though neither of them have watched it yet, they suck. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Beautiful. What do you think so far? I am digging all of it. Okay. I and and I agree with you. I look forward to it yes. every week. It's an event. It's an event. And in my head I'm like, oh yeah. So I watch it the next day. I watch it Monday. Um because I'm I try to go to bed on time ish uh-huh. on Sundays, but that's the Monday night. Oh my god, I'm coming home. <laughs> Let me all the cat shit's done. Everybody's fed. Okay. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Let's do it. You know, I, my hour, like, I look forward to it every week now. And yes. I love it. I'm, like, thrown into this storyline. I don't know. what I'm a fan. Like, I've watched Game of Thrones. I'm a fan of it, too. I'm not, like, a deep fan where I know all, like, intricate details of, like, family lines too well. Okay. So it's a lot of surprises for me, like, is Hightower, were they a big name in Game of Thrones? Because I honestly don't remember right now. Uh, Yes, they were. So like Queen Marjorie was from Hightower. Okay. That's where I was like, this name sounds familiar. And I feel yes. so stupid not knowing who the Hightowers are. So They are. So and, Queen Marjorie yeah. and then uh, Lady, was it Elise? Elise? The old lady. The one that Jamie Lannister ends up going and killing because she's the yes. one that plotted to kill Joffrey. Yes, the the old lady, the grandma. Yes, yes, yes. yes. They, they're the high tower. They were the high towers okay. in Thrones. So okay, well, I should have, I could have just looked it up, but it's easy to just ask people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I, I'm already like invested in it. I love Damon. So I have this thing where I love angry characters yeah. in everything. Okay, not necessarily the villain, although usually they are the villain. But there's something about angry characters that really intrigue me because there's a reason they're angry and I want to know what that reason is. Right. So you like Damon? I do. Is he your favorite character? Right now he is. Despite his insanity. (laughs) And like grossness. (laughs) (laughs) Like the the incest grossness? Yeah, I was like, what... So when I watched that scene, I'm like, is this really happening? Are- mm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's your uncle. Like, <laughs> what's happening? So you, <laughs> were, really, like- you were prepared for it. Huh? You were not prepared for it. I was not prepared for that. Okay. I know they're crazy. I know the Targaryens are, but I didn't realize the incest part was part of it. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, I mean, it was. It just added more interest to the situation. I was like, oh my God, these people are like totally, well, he's totally insane. And yeah, like this last episode with his wife, I'm like, okay, dude, you are, I see you <laughs> and I like you because that's what I mean. I like these characters because they're interesting. Uh, I want to know what they're trying to get at. Yeah. 
It's getting ready thing. to get rid. So you know, there's a there's a ten year time jump getting ready to happen. So I figured that because so there is time jumping already, like yes. more than the other than the main show. Yeah, never jumped that much. Well, they were setting Not all really. the back. They were setting all the backstory yeah. on this one to set up what's getting ready to happen the second half of the season. And okay. I know they've already signed up for another season. Yes. Um, and I then I, I think this will, so I've heard that there's probably going to be four seasons total of oh, this, wow. of this story. But once okay. we get into, um, the adult, adult versions of these characters, yeah. there'll be more with them. But, uh, it's, it's getting ready to get real crazy because these kids are assholes. I, I see that. Like, yeah. Um, I want to know what your take was on, I forgot his name right now, but her knight that kills that. Sir Kristen Cole. Why did he, what happened there? Did he like lose it? Yes. So he, uh, he, he and Rhaenyra hooked up. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And his vow is to be not have sex, and he he right. is with the Kingsguard, and that's like his white cloak, which I think they did a good job of showing when he took it off. He was like looking at it, yeah, like he's getting ready to give up. Like you know, this was his vow that he made, and he's he's breaking it, yeah. But he's also kind of being ordered to do it by the person that he is, you know, sworn to protect, serving, yeah. So I can see where he's torn there, and then he like. Asks Rhaenyra to run away with them. Yeah. Um, which I loved her response. I love Rhaenyra as well. I'm a, I'm a big Rhaenyra and Damon fan. Um, but I don't know yeah. that he really wanted to marry her. I think he was just trying to make himself feel better because he broke his vows. Like the only way he's going to be able to make himself whole is if they get married and have kids. Whatever. Away together. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And she basically tells him she's using him. Like th- that's all he's yeah. ever going to be to her. And then he's stupid enough to tell Allison what happened, even though she had yep. no idea it was him. She thought it was Dayton. Then so then he, you know, does that. He screwed himself over. Yes. Yeah. And then when um, Joffrey was the the other night, he was uh, what's that guy's name? The high. Uh, the Valerian, Lenor, Lenor Valerian, mm-hmm. his his knight or his his protector, his name is Joffrey. And when he came up to him, that's he, ironic. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think all Joffreys must suck. But he, uh, so, so he came up and was basically, like, I know what's going on with you, and like we have to, you know. So I think he was just like, this is Done? The, yeah. I think he just like lost it, and okay, we see what happens there, but. In the book, he does kill him, but he doesn't do it there. It's He kills okay. him in the tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he kills him, but he oh, doesn't kill him. He doesn't kill him at like he did here, blatantly kills yeah. him. But then okay. I think he's all, you also see at the end where he's going to kill himself and then Allison stops him. Like uh, she's, I can't stand her, but she's going to end up using him to her advantage. So. I figured that I don't like her. I don't really like the king that much. I think he's kind of meh. Yeah. He's neither here nor there. I do like Rhaenyra. I can't say these people's names and these fancy (laughs) names, but I do. Her and Damon to me and the dragons, they need to show more dragons, but you know, it's okay. 
It's coming. Um, I promise. Okay. Okay. HBO, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons are expensive to put on TV, I hear. I figured. I figured. <laughs> but them two are, that's what I'm interested in. More Damon, because I just find him really interesting. And I like the actor. I think yeah. he's a really good actor. So he just adds like this weirdness to the role. Yeah. And sleazy. But I can't help but like be charmed and like what's happening here. Like obviously yes. this is a power struggle and the whole thing with the air, like it's juicy. Like this is exciting. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen. I figured there was a time jump because when I had watched the trailer, um, Allison, that's what confused me when the show started. It was another, it's another actress that yes. I've seen in other stuff. Olivia Cook um, is her name. She was in yeah. uh, Bates Motel. Was was one she was yes. in. Yes, I like that. I thought that show was really good. Me too. Oh great! Somebody saw. I've never met anybody who's seen it. Really? I'm like yes. I'm oh like, man, I thought it was great. I thought it was so good. And that kid, I forgot his name now, but he played Norman. Yes, so well. So good. Yes. It was it was a really underrated show. And Vera Farmiga yes. was a total nut job. I loved her. I thought she was the best part of the show. She was great. Yeah. She I was like, this girl is something else. <laughs> like I that's why Norman is all fucked up because of you. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. But she was great. Like she was She's great. I think she's another um, artist, well, yeah, art, artist, actress that she's underplayed or under, I don't know. I think she could do more. Vera Farmiga? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think she could do more, but maybe she's happy in her, in her niche. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. We're Every, also assuming. Everything she's in, she's great in, so. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, she runs those Conjuring movies. Oh, they're definitely 100%. her movies. I agree. Yeah. I'm also yeah. not a huge Patrick Wilson fan, though, so like I could do without him. So I heard. <laughs> <laughs> On Insidious. I forgot he was in those, too. So Yeah, he That's is. So funny. Um, but anyway, so I saw that Olivia Cook was in the trailers, but then when the show started, I'm like, well, where is this girl? Right. And then I looked it up and I saw her her name and I'm like, oh, so more time is going to pass by. Yes. So that's where I realized there's some kind of time jump. Yes, because the uh, premise of the... It's basically it's a civil war within the Targaryens and you're going to have Rhaenyra's claim to the throne and you're going to have mm -hmm. Alicent's son's claim to the throne and you're going to see all yeah. these kids just... They're all shit show all, is going to happen. Yes. Yes. And they're, they are ruthless and brutal to yeah. one another. So it's going to be, you're going to get your dragon battles and all of your, anything you could hope for. Just my only, and I'm not going to give any spoilers away. My only uh, suggestion is do not like any characters too much. Oh, okay. I know. And I should know that from game of Thrones anyway, like, mm. You, yeah, you fall in love. Oh, there they go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when I watched season one. Everybody was talking about it. So, you know, I'm like, all right, let me watch it. It was amazing from episode one. But when Ned Stark died, I was like, how, how did they kill this guy? He's like the main character. Right. This is bullshit. Like, what just happened? They just turned the table on yes. what a show is. So that's and, where I do like it. Yeah. A lot. Well, and they they like casted Sean Bean as the only 
like big name actor in mm-hmm. that show, right? So you're like, okay, yeah, and it's like a great dude, like he's like an awesome yeah. guy, and you're like, I, I, yeah. this is this is like the the north star of the show, and then they freaking yeah. just lop his head off in front of his daughter. <laughs> yeah, on top of everything else, uh, yes, let's just brutally do this in front of your kid. So good, show dude. over. So good, <laughs> like, that show, man. It was great. It was great. It is great. I mean. Who was your favorite character in all of the original? Oh, wow. That's hard. Dead or alive? Doesn't um, matter. This is such a cliche answer, but I love I love Jon Snow. I always like oh, John. Me you, too. Yes? Okay. I really <laughs> yeah. like Danny. I like Danny a I do lot. Too. Yeah, me too. Um, if I had to pick like not a main a main character, I really like Braun. I thought Braun was a really okay. fun character. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. You know who I liked that I think, I mean, I didn't hear people mention him. I mean, he's technically a douche, but eh. <laughs> um, I actually kind of like Jorah. Jorah Mormont? Yeah. I like Jorah. I kind of th- liked him. I thought Jorah got a bad, a bad deal. He did. So... He no, was very I, loyal up to, up up until the uh, all the way up to the end, right? That's where I'm like, yep, I like you. You were loyal literally until the end. So, I always liked him even with the little betrayal secret thing. Yes. Like, well, but she but he turned around. Doesn't that count for something? And didn't uh did he tell her or did she find out from somebody? I forget now. I think she found out. And then he told her. Yeah. So I guess that's the sneaky part. Like, oh, yeah, he didn't tell her. That's true. I think he broke her heart. He did. Because I think she she liked him. Maybe. Who knows I don't with think her. she liked him like that. He loved her for certain. but um... For sure. But she liked him at least in a... She, I think she loved him not in a partner way, but just yeah. friendship, advisor, and... right. Oh, and Tyrion. I really did like Tyrion. I was a big Tyrion fan as well. Yeah. yeah. I really liked um, Oberyn. Oberyn, when Oberyn came in, I was not... Uh, I'm trying to think. Because I've read all the available books, and I don't remember oh, how far okay. into the books I was when Oberyn... I think I was done with the books. I think. Can I don't remember. the guy from Dorne? Yes. He's the guy uh, that fights the mountain. Yeah, that I wasn't expecting that. I just I nope. liked his character a lot. Me too. But then again, don't fall in love with anyone. That's true. That's true. That was brutal. That was brutal. I'm like, really? <laughs> Come on. Because I liked him too. I was interested to see him yes. um develop and I'm like, oh well, but it set him off because then he did a bunch of other shit. So Game of Thrones helped him out. That's true. That's true. He's he's big in the Disney world now. Now he is, yeah. But before that, I watched him in Narcos, so I kind of associated okay. him with Game of Thrones, Narcos. Now now he's Mando, like forever, good or bad. But yeah, I mean it's it gave him success. So who was your you least go. favorite character? Cersei. Oh, really? I couldn't like, and I'm all for a good villain and she was, but 
I don't, I, I just couldn't like anytime she was in the scene, I'm like, yeah. I can't stand this bitch. Like, I just want to <laughs> punch her and stab her and do, I don't know how many like horrible things. To yeah. Her. She just like, even though like, for example, I hated Ramsey. Yes. Right. He was terrible, but I liked him. He was a good, horrible villain. Right. But her, I just, I couldn't stand her hmm. and just all her back and forth. I'm like, I, I can't. She, yeah. Mm. You? Interesting. My least favorite character would have to be um, probably Ramsey that I had that I hated the most, but he was mm-hmm. a great villain. Like he was so yeah. such a piece of crap. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he was. I really did not like Theon Greyjoy at all. I didn't like him either. He he was shitty. For sure, everything that happened to him shit. was of, of his own doing. But yeah, like I get, I was. get the character arc, and I get like what, why yeah. he did what he did. But it's just like, and I yeah. mean, he didn't actually kill the kids; he let them go, even though he said he killed them. But I'm like, eh, yeah. I just don't like this guy. I didn't like him either. He was like, uh, all right, you, meh. yeah, he's like sleazy. I mean, I don't think he deserved er- like what Ramsey did to him, right? And that was a bit much. But he's just—he did get what he was, what he deserved, pretty much. I, I mean, agree. he kind of redeemed himself here and there towards the end, but it wasn't enough, especially after everything the starts did for him. At least what it seems like. I'm just like, you suck. Yeah, You're an asshole. That's true. Yeah. But you also have to consider yeah. like the Starks like took him as like a. That's true, though. Yeah. Like. He he wasn't like he didn't go willing <laughs> basically yeah I'm gonna take your son yeah. and make him my steward, your heir your heir to the throne or your heir to whatever they're uh, they were the sea uh, people but the sea people yeah. yeah that's true what about Arya no she's badass I like Arya Arya's up there it might be John or Arya that are my favorite now that I think about Arya in the book is way better like that they just did her character so bad. When really? she went, when oh, she wow. went to the faceless man thing, that was just uh-huh. so slow. It was terrible. That's where I kind of lost it with her because that was kind of, I mean, it was boring for me. Yes. Or I'm like, what is this? You know, where is this going? Like when she got her revenge, it was great. Um, and overall, she is a great character, but that whole part at Bravos. Yes, yes, yes. I was yes. like, no, like let's. Anytime the scene came on, I'm like, oh fuck. Here we go. Let me go to my phone. <laughs> yes. Well, and she's supposed to be like this, learning to be this like assassin and yeah. how to change faces and become other people. And it was yeah. like they showed everything she went through, but like it never showed her actually excel at it. And then she left, and then all of a sudden she could do all this shit. And it was like, well, that's I don't know. Like I wish they would have liked to showed yeah. her becoming what she ultimately becomes because of what her purpose is with the the cat's paw dagger, but. Yeah, but that was the one thing with her is that that whole faceless scene kind of brought her down. Agreed, agreed. It's it's done so yeah. much better in, in the book, in my opinion. But man, I remember watching that episode and you see the Night King and mm-hmm. her behind him and he turns around and grabs her. And I remember yelling at the TV like, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. And then she drops the dagger into her other hand and kills the Night King. And I'm like, oh my, like, I thought they were going to kill Arya. I was like, you've got to be. I did too. I did too. It was good. I mean, I liked how the show ended. Yeah. 
um, it's hard to end shows, right? You're either going to please people or piss people off. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be one positive or one negative opinion. I think I thought it was fine. Initially I was like, "Hmm," but then, you know, you think about it. I thought it was fine. And Jon Snow got his wish to be free with the, wildlings right right i didn't hate it either and i never i thought people were kind of blowing it out of proportion because when you think about it uh i think it's db weiss and then david benioff or vice versa but weiss and benioff they signed on to do the show Mm -hmm. with source material they they did not want to write this story they wanted to tell the story so yeah even when you look at it from that aspect all of the seasons where they had source material those seasons were excellent yeah it was when george rr martin stopped writing the books and didn't complete the story that they had to basically finish his story which is not what they signed on to do and that's when i think you saw uh, season speed up and you, basically they just wanted to be done with it. In my opinion, what I saw was yeah. that they were just like, okay, he's not going to finish these books. We yeah. can't wait three years between each season to wait on him to write the, the materials. We're just going to, and I'm assuming he had to have told them how the story ended. Um, I would assume so, or have some part in it. Yeah. I mean, it's his, it's his story. So I would assume that he told them how it ended or whatever, but like you can just tell that they were just trying to get through it. And I don't know that I necessarily blame them for that. In my opinion, it's George's fault because he didn't finish the fucking books. Yeah. Or why not collaborate more than like, hello? (laughs) Right. So, but yeah, I get I get people were upset, but I think in my opinion, Danny was always going to become the Queen of Ashes, and that was I mean, she saw the vision of the dragon yeah. flying over King's Landing. King's Everybody Landing. just thought that was snow. They didn't realize it was ashes, right? Like she was always going right. to become that, and Jon yeah. Snow was always going to be the one that had to kill her. Yeah. So absolutely. So I mean, I I'm fine with it. It's still a great show. Like I would go and watch it again. It's just it's that situation again. It's too many episodes. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. But it's fun, and it was fun to be part of that, waiting every Sunday night and then talking about it at work or with other people. That's what makes watching shows like that so much fun. Agreed. And waiting the week instead of binging shit. Yep. It takes away that magic, right? Where you're like the work thing. I mean, everybody <laughs> at my job was watching that shit. Yeah. I mean, everybody, no matter what the, everybody, it was so great to come on Monday and be like, oh my God, did you see? No, I didn't see it. Don't spoil it. Oh my. You know, you have to go watch, talking in a corner or text it. Like, yeah. oh my God, top secret. Yeah. It, it's fun. See, so. I, I always thought the other way that I prefer to just be able to binge it. And then I'm like, eh, but I really do think it depends on the show. On be- the show. Yes. Yeah. Because. That makes sense. I got into The Walking Dead when it first started. Me week, too. Week to week, week to week, you know, 10, 12 episodes. You had to wait till yeah. the next October or whatever for the next season to come out. And like five or six seasons in, I was like, I can't do this week to week shit with this show. <laughs> so I stopped I stopped watching it. And then yeah. they released all the seasons on Netflix. And I started back up like three years later. 
and I yeah. binged three seasons of The Walking Dead, and I have been on board ever since. But I don't watch them when they come out. I wait till the whole season's out, and yeah. then I binge because I think that show is like one you have to keep plowing I agree. through. Yeah, that one's bingeable. I think it has to be done that way because yeah. of the way they release episodes. There's no, there's nothing worse than being like, here, I'm going on a fucking rant now. There's nothing worse <laughs> than being like invested in a show and a storyline that you really care about, like whether it be the Maggie and Negan storyline or whether yeah. it's the Rick and Michonne storyline because that show had so many different locations, right? Because you have yeah. Alexandria. You've got the, all these different places that they can be at. The prison, yeah. Yeah, so nothing's worse than like last week's episode was great and you want to see what happens to those characters and then the next two weeks worth of episodes have nothing to do with those characters. I hate, hate that shit. Yeah. And Walking Dead does that. or di I, I stopped watching it, um, so I don't know what's going on now. Mm -hmm. But back then, I, I hated that because you left us like, you know, catching our breath and then you let us down. You're right, two weeks. Yes. Two weeks of like weird storylines. Like, I don't care about this right now. Right. Let's go back. Why would you do that? I, I thought that was a bad idea. So that's where binging it is a lot better. Agreed. For sure. Agreed. I, you don't have to wait. Yes. And then uh, Yellowstone. I don't know if you watched that or not, but. No, that's on my list of, it's, uh, you know. It's good. We, we, didn't, we didn't watch it. And one of my friends and then my mom and my sister, everybody got into it. But my friend. Mm -hmm from uh high school he has been into it since it came out and he's been telling me for four years did you got to watch this yellowstone show you got to i'm like yeah nah. so at a certain point i just didn't watch it because he kept telling me to watch it and i'm like nah it's not gonna do right. it so <laughs> but we watched it and abby and i like binged the however like there were three seasons out and we're like yeah loved it all in and then the new season came out and we had to watch it week to week and i was like I don't mm -hmm. like this show as much. Like, is it because <laughs> is this season just not good or is it because I have to watch it week to week? Yeah. So you're on to some, I don't, you're right. that some shows benefit from week to week. I think shows like game of Thrones, epic shows like that yeah. benefit from it where even though walking dead in theory is like an epic show, like this is end of the world fantasy but they would do that a lot. They had episodes that just dragged where you're like, oh my God, like we need to move on <laughs> yes. to the next thing. Like I, I don't want to know about Carol any more than 20 minutes of my life. Like let's move on <laughs> at least back then. I don't know if she's gotten better, but like those are things that would piss me off. And that's where I agree. You need to just binge it. <laughs> binge it. Yep, exactly. I think it definitely depends on the show. But Walking Dead, like House of the Dragon, I get excited for. I love that. Like, I'll like watch it Sunday. Uh, yeah. I mean, Abby and I will talk about it. I I already know what's gonna happen because, like I said, I'm a nerd. You read, read. it, yes. Yeah. So, but it's interesting how the the show does does each uh each storyline and whatnot but then like i listen to a couple podcasts while i'm driving through the week on the on what they think so then i'm like all geared up sunday for the next one whereas if yeah they just released all these episodes i probably would have just like taken a sunday and watched all of them probably and that's still fine but it just it is exciting to it, it sucks because like at work now i changed jobs so now at this job like nobody's watching this show so i'm like 
I can't talk to anybody. It's like, why aren't, why aren't you people watching this? Like, yeah. what's going on in this place? So like, I have to, you know, resort to texting about it to other people. And, but it's fun to verbally and get into it. Like right. you can, people get into it, like body language and people get emotional about characters. I used to love that. That's yeah. what makes that show. Um, I do that with Euphoria as well. I don't know if you watch that one on HBO. That's more, I, I consider that like a chick show, but okay. that's another one where it. I like the week to week and I at my old job, we would talk about it because it's it's very character based. So you like love and hate characters and there's drama and it's it's waiting for what's the next thing going to happen. Okay. And it's the week to week thing. So I get it. I get it. And I think we're all spoiled too with binging. Oh, for sure. For sure. We're not used to waiting a week. It's only seven days and we're like dying. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like I said earlier, I think it makes it an event when you have to wait for it. Yeah. So you build up for it. Like you said, you build the whole week up. And if like in your case, you're listening to podcasts about it too, you you're literally like building up for it and like, Oh, it's and it's exciting. Right. It's not something that happens anymore because it, Hulu does release things weekly a lot of the time, which is good. I mean, I don't watch too many shows on there, but like I'm watching Handma Handmaid's Tale on there yeah. and they release it weekly. That's another good show that's released weekly like you build up for it and they always leave you with this catch your breath at the end of the episode so next week you're building up kind of thing right so it's still out there <laughs> well you should definitely watch stranger things because it, it this last season yeah. I, I don't know did you listen to our episodes on it if you haven't watched it you probably no, haven't. no because yeah. i didn't want to like i'm big on like i don't want things spoiled especially if like it's so much time consuming i'm like i don't want to hear i haven't gotten any spoilers surprisingly wow yeah i don't know how but i haven't gotten anything because anytime i see it on facebook i just scroll <laughs> move on move on i don't know <laughs> nothing to see <laughs> uh, so i haven't seen it i i will see it i yeah. just have to be ready so we did time. an episode on the first half of the first part mm -hmm. they did it in parts part one and then part two okay and man i shit all over and i love stranger things but i was like so mad at that i was like it's stupid they're just they're separating people just for the, the okay. purpose of separating people and yeah. they're just dragging it out and yada yada and it was just like god i had like all these questions i was mad i was angry i was angry like yeah. jess, and, jess and seth were like you need to calm the fuck down like <laughs> i was getting mad and then mm -hmm. part two comes out and jess i remember jess texted me and she's like have you watched part two yet and i'm like no and she's like you should watch it and i'm like i will and she was like <laughs> like you know like you should watch like it asap yes yeah so I, I, Abby and I watched it and like, I, I loved it. And like every okay. issue, like, so I'm like, had they just released them all, yeah, I, I would have watched all of them and I wouldn't have had this, this, uh, hatred for that season because it literally answered and, uh, fixed everything that I had issues with prior to okay. the part two being released. Um, cause Jess was like, I watched it was laughing because I'm like, Oh, Josh was talking about this and they fixed it and Josh was talking <laughs> about this and now it all makes sense. And okay. they brought the whole story back around, but it's like, 
I, don't, I was like, I was angry. I was like, man, this fucking show, they've ruined it. They've ruined Stranger Things. I'm mad. I'm angry. Okay. I'm not going to watch it. But you, you really, you should. It is really, really a good a good season. But there are some dra- like ridiculously long episodes. Exactly. I saw the, the episode list when they released it with the time, and I'm like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> like, what? An hour and a half, an hour and 45. What? I mean, I could watch movies. Yes. You know, so that's what I'm saying. I have to be, I have to be ready for that because that's that'll be probably one or two at a time because that's a lot, lot of time to take out. Yes. And watch like that's hard to binge unless it's like pouring rain outside and there's nothing to do and I'm in the mood yes. to watch Stranger Things. Then we can probably binge it, but uh, but I will. It, at least I know it's good. I've heard all around that it's good, and it's good to know that if I'm pissed at the first half, I'll know the second half. <laughs> yes, we'll se- make up for it. It does. Well, here's what I did. I don't. I don't suggest this because it was <laughs> terrible and horrible. But we got COVID. That's how we were able to watch it. So got it. We were home for like ten days with with the kids weren't here. They stayed with my parents, and uh, yeah, it was nice. miserable. But we we knocked out. Stranger Things. We knocked out Reacher. We knocked out The Lincoln Lawyer. Um, oh my god! What else did we watch? That's all, that's all we could do is sit around and eat popsicles and watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's miserable. I got COVID. <clears throat> I think it was July, but I had two days that were bad, and I, I I don't even remember what I watched. But then I had to work from home, so I didn't get like ah. Uh the full 10 days because they're like, well, you can work from home. I'm like, why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) I want time off. I want to watch Stranger Things. Kind of. Is that bad? Like I wanted to just vegetate. (laughs) That's what I did. I was like, this is miserable. It it was terrible, but eh, I I bounced back. That's what I wanted. I'm like, well, if I got it, you know, I kind of just want to binge like everybody else was doing, right? And yeah. now you got to work from home. I'm like, great. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Shoot, dude. We've been going two hours and we have not even gotten into Barbarian yet. Two hours? Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Time flies on cocktails or mocktails episodes. Mocktail. Well, I'm drinking water already, so there you go. That's all right. I transitioned. That's okay. Because of work. It's getting yeah. late. It's getting late. I mean, I don't blame you. I would usually I feel like yeah. shit after these episodes because we go so hard. Okay, we party hard this, around these parts. This will be the first one that I don't feel like shit at in the morning after doing one of these. There you go. Extra positives. <laughs> All right, let's let's end it on a high note. Let's get into barbarian here. So I <laughs> think you. I don't remember if I text you or you text me, but we were discussing that it would be an interesting episode because I you kind you worried me honestly you scared me. Because I am not a huge elevated, elevated. Horror, horror fan. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, is this going to be one of these fucking Gretel and Hansel uh, artsy, like, trick me into coming to see it because Justin Long's in it. And then yeah. uh, bait and switch. So I was a little worried. But then you were like, no, it's 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 elevated, <laughs> but it's not artsy. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I specifically mentioned midsomar i said it's mm. not midsomar <laughs> thank god because I, I know that's like i think that and men are like the ultimate artsy uh, horror right now yeah um from i mean i haven't seen everything but that's yeah 
So at least hopefully that helped going into it. What, <laughs> Mentioning that. If you've heard my rants about Midsommar, you would know that you saying it's not Midsommar definitely helped. I have not seen men, <laughs> but if you saying that men is like Midsommar, I'm probably not going to watch it. Don't watch it. I, but I kind of want you to, because mm. I'd love to know what you think. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Borderline love it. But I would love to know what you guys should do an episode on this somehow, somewhere. <sighs> I mean, I will. I'll do anything for good content, and I'll probably be complaining the whole time. Uh, I don't know that I'll... And, and bitching at me in the episode, like, fuck, Prob <laughs> why did she suggest this? Probably, probably. I mean, is it four hours long like Midsommar? No, it's an hour and a half. Oh, well, then I can do that. That's From what nothing. I remember. Midsommar yeah, yeah, it's not that long. Midsommar was miserable and excruciatingly long. It is very long. I mean, it's not miserable for me, but it is very long. I mean, I think it's two and a half hours, and it was supposed to be three. So, I think I got talked into watching the two at. It was like it was almost three hours. It was like two hours yeah. and forty eight minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, it's really long. So and I no, was. I think then was off. an hour and a half. Yeah, I was angry when that movie was over. Well, men is shorter, okay. and I think it'd be fun conversation to see what well what all of you think. If they mm. if Jess and Seth haven't seen it either, it'd be interesting to see what all of you think. Mm. Well, I mm -hmm. mean, we might as well do an episode on it. Why not? What do we have to lose? Nothing. Good content is what you're going to gain. I think so, but I yeah. would not classify Barbarian as elevated horror. What do you even consider it? Is it is it not hard to describe? Um, kind of. I don't leaving the the, the problem is it's hard to describe without giving the movie away. Right, right. But it's not like because it does a lot of twists and turns, right? You think it's going at least for me the beginning. I thought it was going one way, yeah. and then I was like, "What? What?" And then we cut to Justin Long in the car. Yeah karaoke car car karaoke and i'm cracking up and that's the thing. movie had me cracked up and scared all at the same time mm. yeah it like definitely it had, did yeah like it had funny moments and and a lot of awkward moments like the whole beginning with um Skarsgård's character i mean he gave me such creep vibes yes um, the whole scene with the wine bottle and the tea and the wine and the tea and opening and spiking. I'm like, you are being so awkward. Yes. What is happening here? But it was good. Like, I'm like, cause he's right. I would think that if I was in that situation and I'm a woman walking into a man's rental, Yes. I'd be like, and that's, that was a whole thing on its own. Like the whole gender situation and it's yes. just like what is going on in this movie <laughs> which was one of my favorite aspects of the movie because i'm trying to not give too much or anything away but it, i mean if you yeah. don't want to know anything about the movie you should probably fast forward like i don't know five seven minutes yeah but because i don't know how we talk about it without at least giving something away but yeah i loved the fact that there was, just, there was just so many different, like so many di different dynamics going on in this movie. The first one is yeah. the fact that, and I'm sorry, but this girl was dumb. Like she yeah. should not have stayed. Even went into the Airbnb with this guy at all. No, right. 
Like I get that there's a convention no. in town, but I go to Detroit for work. You can drive 30 minutes outside of Detroit, any one direction to be in the suburbs and get a hotel room. So yeah, no. you can't right. tell me she had to go in there. The second Agreed. aspect of it is that, or dynamic of it, is that Bill Skarsgård's character, I think his name was Keith? I think so. Yeah, he was like so awkward and like, yeah, like clearly everything he was doing made it seem like he was trying to spike her tea. Then yeah. he like is going above and beyond to get her to stay there with him. Like, oh, you can have the bedroom. I'll wash the sheets. Da 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 da. Right. Right. Then she comes back and he like realizes that he's coming off as a creep and he's like, didn't open the wine. He's like, I'm going to have some of this wine. I noticed you didn't drink your tea. So I didn't open right. the wine. Like an actual conversation you would, that's like, that was like a real conversation. I feel like two people would have in that situation. Yeah. So absolutely. Then you get the dynamic of Justin Long's character who is like this guy, this actor, this Hollywood celebrity that like, mm-hmm ideally you would want to hang out with because he seems like a cool, nice dude, yeah. but right. he's really a scumbag. So you've got Bill Skarsgård's mm-hmm. character who's actually a genuinely good, nice guy who wanted to help. Right. And then you yep. got this piece of shit that you think on the outside is like this good guy that you are like kind of rooting for, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then you find out multiple times that he is like this piece of shit. Yep. And then you think he has like a character arc, right? Because he's like, I didn't, yep. you know, maybe he did make a mistake, not condoning what he did, but then he's at the bar and he's like, well, maybe she took some uh, coercing or some, I yeah. forget exactly how convincing you worded it. Convincing or something convincing. like that. Convincing. Maybe she took some convincing. Yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's not good. But then he's like yeah. talking, he's like trying to help this girl and he's like talking to her and he's like, am I a bad person or am I that did a bad thing or am I a good, I forget how he words it. Like, am I, am I a good person that made a bad decision or am I just like like a bad person? He's like, I want to be, he's like, you feel like he's trying to make up for, for possibly making an error. Yeah. Then you see, no, he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Cause on top of that water tower, he proves he's a piece of shit. Or whatever that thing was. Yes. I was like, "What? What?" We were. That's Abby and I were both like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> I mean, he wins award for the biggest asshole. Yes. In this movie, like, and then I feel bad for Skarsgård. Like, what? Like, that's not fair. And that's the point too. And that's a good analysis of how Skarsgård isn't the creep. It's. Justin Long, it's just they both appear to be the opposite of who they are. Exactly. Basically, yeah. How they how people portray themselves or what is not always what they are. Exactly, and it even right down to the root of the entire movie, which is uh, Richard Brake's character. Which you throw Richard Brake in the movie, I'm gonna like the movie regardless if it sucks or not. But his yeah. character, he's like the guy's neighbor and all the yeah. stuff he's doing, like he's in the community. Nobody thinks this guy's, yeah. everybody thinks he's just their neighbor next door and you find yeah. out what he's doing. So it's like, you can't judge a book by its cover, right? And I think honestly, that's a good analysis for the movie because going into it based on the preview, you wouldn't know what you're getting anyway. You don't because I only watched the teaser, which is her, I think, arriving at the Airbnb and it hinting that 
oh, they're both double booked. And that's pretty much all the trailer gave away. And I think that's fine because all these trailers, especially horror movies, they give everything away. Right. Which is really frustrating. So you you think it's going to be about that, the double booking, and it just goes off the wall. Yes. After that. Absolutely. Which is great. Yeah. I really, really liked it. I thought it was fascinating. And like, the thing I really like about it is that it keeps you guessing because you go yes. through that whole first act with Bill Skarsgård and uh, I forget yeah. the gal's name, but then it shows you what's going on because, and then it cuts to Justin Long. Yeah. Like that. Yes. I mean, like the thing happens with Skarsgård and then Justin Long. And like I said, just singing and you're like, what happened? Yes. What just happened? Like the color scheme of the movie even changes a little bit. It's like brighter. Yeah. It's like, cause the, the first part's all at night. I think, well, I, guess, I think yeah. it does pretty, it does do some daytime. Yes. But it's very like, I don't know, like gray, dark. Yes. Tinting. And I think with Justin Long, at least with his scene, especially cause he's driving, it looks like along a coast or something. It's more like yellow and sunny. It's and like it's you're watching different. a completely different movie completely different and it's just like that's what i enjoyed about is you there was no predicting anything in this movie right and i actually thought because when the movie started i was like so where's justin long gonna come into this because <laughs> that first act is pretty long yes right yes i thought he was gonna be the boyfriend that she kept texting with uh, okay or or ignoring whatever she was doing and Nope, nope. That was never even addressed. So that took you off on a different route. I mean, that's what I really enjoyed. And the mystery, and it shows you a lot, but but just enough. And just, I like the analysis now that you're saying it of like, don't judge a book by its cover or a person for right. that matter. Oh, 100%. I think the yeah. other thing that it did really well was it mixed comedy into it like the just yeah. long part was funny but like even when they're in the uh i don't know what the you would basement call it. thing the tunnel yeah, like when she's trying to give him the bottle and she's like just yeah. take it he's like i'm not fucking putting that thing in my mouth and then, <laughs> it's like, then she's like takes him in that room and does that stuff and it's just like yeah like abby and yeah, i were yeah. dying laughing it was like funny yeah. right but it's like there were but then even like so you've got the first part the justin long part and then it cuts again back to like the 1970s or something. And With that filming right. looks different. And then you get that yep. whole backstory, which all of it comes to fruition at the end because you find out exactly what's going on. And it takes yeah. this like storyline that you think is going to be some like wild, uh, how this thing is down there. And really it makes it pretty simple. It's a pretty simple explanation yeah. as to what's going on. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really, really good. I may watch it a second time and, and not feel that way, but watching it the first time in theaters, like it was, it was just, it felt really fresh. Like it was just something that yeah. I, I hadn't seen before. And that's what made it enjoyable that I agree. It feels fresh. It's a great movie theater experience. Agreed. Because of there again, you're laughing. And then I had moments that I was like hiding behind my hands. Cause I'm like, what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, the tunnel stuff freaked me out. I was the only one in the theater screaming at random times, but, and, but that's what was fun. It was a fun movie too. It was fun yes. like, to experience it. And it goes back to the same that it, it was just unpredictable. And that's what made it fresh. You Agreed. couldn't really guess what was going to happen. And the acting was 
fantastic, I think, from everybody. I mean, Justin Long was just, you should win an award just for being right. an asshole. <laughs> which you don't usually see him in that kind of role either, which is weird because he was like the perfect cast for that role because you wouldn't yeah. expect that from him. Yeah. So I'm glad he's back. I feel like I haven't seen him in anything in a long time, me personally. So it was kind of when I heard he was in it, I'm like, oh, cool. He's back. Right. He's around. Well, he came into it and then like he goes and meets with the lawyer and then he like travels to Detroit and Abby like leans over. She goes, how long is this movie? And I'm like, it's only an hour and 40 minutes. This is like Mm -hmm. an hour and 10 or 15 into it. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's how you feel most of the movie. And even when it ends, you're like, oh, and it's a satisfying end. Right. I agree. we we were talking right. on the way home and we were poking a lot of a lot of holes in the plot. We're like, well, this doesn't really make sense and this doesn't really yeah. make sense. But it's like, eh, I enjoyed it. I don't know that I want to ruin it by by poking all these holes in it. So I think it's like, uh, it's. I was listening to Elm Street's uh, Scream Three episode today and they just got fucking caught up on this voice box changer. And I'm like, guys, let it go. Like, <laughs> like it's cool. It was cool. I remember watching it when it first came yeah. out. And it was fucking cool. Oh my god, he has people's voices and he can talk. And like, oh, that's great. Like, I get yeah. that you can. How do you get their voices? How do they get the inflection of their voices? How did he learn how to talk like all these different people? Like, just let it go. Right. This person right. can fall eight hundred feet off a water tower and survive. Just let it go. <laughs> the hospitals can be abandoned at night. Yes. Let it go. <laughs> just let it go. It's fun. Yeah. It is. But that I think that is because we're podcasting, so you're looking at movies a different way. Yes. It goes back to the beginning where it has kind of ruined it for us that we just nitpick things. Um, I try not to do that on first watches. I try to just take it in. And then if you watch it another time, you can pick. But it was just fun. Um, I Like, I want to see it again, too, just to see if you do like it the second time. Yeah. But... For sure, at least so far, I, I absolutely love it. Like, I still think about it with me. I know I like a movie when I keep thinking about it, you know, a few days after I see it. Right. If I don't think about it, like if I just deleted it from my brain, I'm like, all right, I know this is this isn't for me or it was it was OK or it sucked for me. But it, like this one, I keep thinking about over time. Right. So. I'm with you. I want to see it again. If anybody has not seen it, I highly suggest going to the theater to see it. Yeah. Um, For sure. It's just a really good theater experience. But I have... uh, I... I don't know if I'll go see it again. I In theaters. I'll definitely get it when it comes out. But... Yeah. When it comes out. The thing is, right now, there's just so many freaking movies I want to see. Like, I'm not going to see Jeepers Creepers in theater. It's already taken out, so I can't. But... um, do you want to see yeah. Pearl? I do yeah. want to see Smile. Uh, Halloween Ends is coming out. I know a lot of people are shitting on it. and But when you think about it, I'm going to go see it in theaters because it's probably going to be the last time we get Michael Myers on the big screen for a while. I was going to say, you think forever for a no, while? No, no, okay. no. For a while. Keyword, for a while. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. not forever. Um, yeah, for a while, yeah. For a while, yeah. So it gets, yeah. They're going to keep doing movies. They make so much money off of them, but... Yeah, they would not benefit from not making movies. Well, because this is this is our our horror season, right? All the movies are coming out now. 
You know, this yes. is like our time, our one time of the year <laughs> where all the That's movies true. come out. So it's now it's the catch up game. Like, what do we go see? What time? <laughs> With everything else, <laughs> plus streaming, because streaming releases shit too. Yep. You know, um, what's gonna come out? This uh, Mike Flanagan's gonna release a new show. Oh yeah, The Midnight Club. So I'm watching that because I love him. He's great. He's great. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's other shit that I can't even think of because it's too much. Yes. So that one I do have off the top of my head because. I'll watch anything he makes, honestly. So he's one of my favorites. I think he is one of uh, he's he continues to put out great stuff. I don't think he's got a yeah. bad movie or a bad show yet. So it's it's interesting to see somebody uh, continuously put out that you know high high quality content. But I think he's also figured out the best way for him to tell his stories, which is through series. I think just the way he writes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I agree. I don't know. Two two and a half hours. We we did it. We did it. <laughs> I ra- sorry for ranting on random shit. <laughs> You're good. That's what that's what the purpose of this is. To hang out yeah. and talk about anything that comes up. Awesome. I thought this was so fun. <laughs> well, I pre- you can come on anytime you want. I love doing these. These are my favorite episodes and you're always welcome. I will gladly come back. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you guys one last time? Awesome. Yes. Horror Cafe Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and we are on socials, Instagram, and Facebook with the same name, Horror Cafe Podcast. And we have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. If you want to listen through the browser and, you know, hit us up. We love answering. Well, it's me usually <laughs> answering. It is me answering DMs. You know, we love interacting too. This is, we love horror. We love finding new horror. So we always like suggestions and, you know, getting to know other, other horror fans. Well, it's been a blast getting to know you and networking with you guys. And I'd love to have you come on again. Maybe uh, all of us uh, will get together and do a movie or something. That'd be awesome. See, you know what? You can invite for men. Oh mm-hmm. gosh. You can come on and defend it. <laughs> I could I'd probably be the only one defending it. I don't know. And based off your episode, I don't know if Seth and and Jess would like it, but you never know. You never know. Well, I'll did tell you what, if we like do men, uh no. Well, Jess okay. Jess did. I don't know if Seth did or not. Yeah. So we'll see. Nobody had as strong of feelings as I did, so much so that I don't even remember if they liked it or not. But <laughs> I can tell you this. I probably will never do an episode on it because I will not watch it again. That makes sense. So. Great content, though, but it's a long-ass movie. so That's true. That is true. And I'm the one that does all the notes section, so not going to happen. Oh, God, no. Yeah, then no. <laughs> not going to happen. But Well, hey, thanks for hanging out with me. You're always welcome back on, and I hope all the listeners go and check you guys out. Because you guys put out good content. I like your Tuesday, your quick Tuesday episodes. Those are the ones that uh, I find fascinating because you guys do kind of like this, right? You guys just kind of riff yeah. on riff on whatever you guys have been watching, which is cool. Yeah. we That's our more casual one because it's liberating to not have a computer looking at notes and yes. remembering. It's, it's liberating. We love that one too, honestly, because it's just shooting the shit. Yeah. So. But thank you so much. I will gladly come back and i had a lot of fun so awesome. thanks for having me over <laughs> no, no problem at all it's a short drive home when you do these zoom calls huh? <laughs> right <laughs> all right well in that case we are out of here bye
Bye. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.